fucking who was I talking to? It was you like, were talking to someone. I was talking to someone. No, it's because I it was it was it was something I triangulated from a couple of sources, which is basically about like sort of there are certain certain sorts of bureaucracy or certain sorts of like gatekeeping um are actually kind of like and it so to to rewind a bit years ago i remember reading this thing where someone was talking about how like internet folklore doesn't really behave like modern folklore like the 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 the, the sort of you know the, the scary things in internet folklore often behave like sort of weird basically like by internet folklore, do you mean like Slender Man? Yeah, that sort of stuff, right? Like, like it's Nightfell. It's, it's like creepy pasta. Creepy pasta stuff. It's all kind of like the, 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 the back yeah, rooms. The bad, yeah, the bad stuff there is always kind of like some kind of like weird, almost like bureaucracy or like the way you deal with. It's not like sort of. Um, mm. it, doesn't, it doesn't behave like the sort of things in normal folklore behave, where there's sort of like this weird mythic thing to them. It behaves almost like it's sort of like yeah, like like dealing with the. You know, it's a Kafkaesque thing. Yeah. yeah, but I, I was, I was thinking about Protagonist it. But I was, is me. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I, I was thinking that actually, some because some experiences recently dealing with me, um, not so much the medical bureaucracy, but that's something that I, I was, I was talking to someone about at um, a, a thing I was at the other evening, mm. and but dealing with um, the DWP. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, access to work for those who aren't familiar is a scheme in the UK where you can get the government to pay for some stuff to, to like, you know, adjustments at your job if you are somehow disabled. So Hmm. I have ADHD, so they will pay for, like, you know, sort of coaching or, like, bits of software that make my work easier, even though I'm self-employed. You know, so it's it's obviously really good to do that. So, you know, it's it's good stuff. The money's just sitting there, you know, use it. It's it's good stuff. But something that I I realised... When I was looking at the the application forms, and when I was like looking around at stuff, because you know there are places that will do the stuff for you, right? There are places that will fill out the form for you, yeah, and or, or like help you help you apply, and they'll take like a nominal fee, and then you claim that back from the like presumably like quite substantial additional amounts that you can get from the government if you go through them. Right. The reason is basically that like the way that those systems are set up is that you there are certain things that they need to hear. Right. Yeah. There are certain things that you need to say to because them. There's in a order criteria to, yeah. where yeah. it's like when they mark one of those exams. Exactly. And you have to. Yeah. There's like a, a, a table where mm. there's like six different boxes, six different rows, and then like mm. you, you want to be on like row five or six yeah. in order to yeah to qualify. But, but they but like that's not obviously made clear to you because then everybody would like just do that thing. But yeah. If you're an organisation that professionally engages in that stuff, you obviously have that information, right? You you have divined or you've worked you can out speed run. Yeah, you, but yeah, you're, you're basically tech. like yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like, what are these magic words effectively? Yeah. Because that's what they become. You're like, actually, like I could sit here and I was the the, the other thing that made me think about it was that I was at this um, ADHD support group and I was talking to someone and um, he was sort of the, the, it was a it was a discussion about medication. It was very interesting to hear sort of different people's experience and someone who wasn't medicated said, you know, what's the sort of diagnosis process like? What's the, what's the sort of like prescription process like? Um, how do you get this? How do you get them to change your dosage or change your like medication if you don't think it's working quite right for you? Mm. And the guy was like, 
you can't just go in and be like, mm, I don't, not, I'm not sure about this one. Can I have a new one? You have yeah. to be like, I have, you know, list of con- of, of, of symptoms yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah, or, or like, whatever yeah. it is. You need to give them like a reason because then they will do that. And I can see and the real reason that mm. they're doing it mm. is because they actually want to help you. It's just that they mm. need a reason to do it as yeah. well, right? Yeah, and you can't just go and being like, oh, I know the, vi-, you know, I've got malaise, you know, whatever the vibes are bad with this one, yeah, um, because they won't. That's not like seen by that system as a valid reason. But if you mm. say you know oh i'm getting heart palpitations on this one and i'll be like okay right well let's change you on to another one then you yeah, know? yeah yeah so like it, and it's one of those things where like so many things are like that i can very well see why in a world where it's like that's a series the sort of, of levers yeah. and if you don't know where they yeah. are you're just kind of yeah. gasping for them yeah. in the dark exactly in a in a world where that and like every experience that i've had with <laughs> every Sorry. experience that i've had recently with like sort of large either large large companies or you know sort of government bureaucracy has been like this so i can kind of see why internet folklore has developed out of that because like you know sort of traditional that is yeah. as an yeah. adult at least yeah because the thing is i th- i mm. think of internet folklore mm. i think of that like slender man thing popular with 12 year olds mm. you have have got the just mm. got a phone mm. you know yeah it, I, I i think of it as like a, something something for children yeah. but really maybe it descends from mm. blogger culture of the noughties or something yeah. which was like a very like 40 year old well, html it, guy I, thing. I think it was it was or, made up by was it invented by something or i don't know Exactly like that, but the, it's got that sort yeah. of vibe to it, doesn't but it? What I mean, yeah. yeah. So what I mean is, it's like presumably, if this actually, because the thing is, as an adult, the mm. main thing I am terrified of mm. is bureau- unending mm. bureaucracy, right? Yeah. I'm terrified of like uh, things like the fact that are like when I have a nightmare, right? Mm. It's always that I'm trying to do something on the computer and it yeah. like, doesn't work, and there's no like because it doesn't mm. have it has dream logic, yeah. and so I can never figure it out. Mm. Like that's the sort, or like there'll be some kind of phone call that i get but then i can't understand what they're saying because because that is just what phones are like that's not like a fantastical horror conceit Mm. it's just that's the experience of using a phone and trying to talk to someone and it's important call and so when i have a nightmare it's like the fucking uh gas meter where Mm. the gas uh not the gas company but we've Mm. talked about this the gas database that Mm. is like not it's I presumably there's some kind of government there's some kind of um, it's not some arm length, arm's length body or yeah, whatever they, it's they probably a private into, company it's a bit yeah. like how the, all the airlines have to yeah. pay for air traffic control yeah. and some fee that was, yeah. Yeah. There's, everything runs like this right mm. presumably there's some kind of database which they all have to maintain and they do it because they either legally they have to as part of their license for distributing gas or it's just like mm. well in theory it's on a game theory level then we want to get more subscribers and so this helps people switch having this database that we all pay into anyway it like registers your gas meters serial number mm. and it registers your gas me- whenever you change from one gas supplier to another yeah it just um the gas doesn't come through like a different color yeah. <laughs> it's just a serial number yeah and then the last uh reading on your gas meter mm. is stored within that database so that then when it gets handed off it you don't have to rely on a on a company being yeah being yeah yeah but then the problem is is that there's probably a bunch of other fields in that database which i don't know about and yeah. obviously i mean if, if you work for the gas mm. national database register whatever it's called then please tell me like, yeah especially if you've got a copy of that episode of doctors right? yeah. um, because it has this kind of like there's evidently some other information in there about the gas meter whereby at some point something got fucked and some number got zeroed or mm. something happened and it 
must in some way connect to the, our estimated meter readings mm. because whenever we don't submit a meter sure, reading yeah. for like a week, yeah. whatever company it is we're with, because mm. we've tried switching yeah. gas providers, yeah. they just issue an estimated meter reading. Yeah. And the, me- the, the, es- yeah. the estimate is like we've used 650 mm. units of gas, yeah. which is like the amount that you use in 10 years or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like five years yeah. worth of gas in like a week. And no one mm. can fix it because yeah. they... They don't have, like, right yeah. access to that database. Sure. They only can, like... Yeah. The database only gets, like, mm. touch. But for some reason, the algorithm that all of the major gas companies mm. use, which is yeah. probably some code that you can mm. just... Yeah. It's probably on GitHub. It's, it's, it's obviously yeah. drawing from that. And, yeah. And what, what is, that's one of those things where, like, you think There's about... There's no recourse. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. no contact. No, no, absolutely. You, th- you think about that, and then you think about the fact that, like, it's there's there's such a level of... If you know that sort of system is developed in such like a, a way, so it's score, like, yeah, like the gas yeah. meter's got a really bad yeah, credit, exactly. Score. Yeah, it's not even us because whoever mm. moves in after mm. us is going to have the same problem, yeah, because it's attached to the meter, yeah. But like when you think about it, you're just like, okay, so here's this thing that basically means that if I were to change gas providers, basically nothing would have to change, yeah. There's no you know, no, no, there's no manual, you don't have to change the meter, you don't have to change anything, yeah. it's frictionless, so. What, where's, and this is a very, you know, sort of like obvious point to make, but you, you, you step back from that. It's just like, hang on, why do you have different companies doing this thing if it's just the same thing? Like, is the same, same gas? Yeah, the same gas coming through. Like, what efficiencies can you ring from this? Is it just about like who's, who's playing? It's effectively well, like stage, backing like, it up to who's playing the energy market well, the yeah, best, it's like you know? They've got some, but, they've but, got a yeah, faster execution yeah. on their gas trade. But, but like, even, right? even then, basically what happened the last time, you know, the last time things went completely bonkers is the companies that were doing that, like, sort of, in a quote-unquote sensible way um, got very grumpy because all of the lads who weren't doing it in a sensible way got bailed out by the government <laughs> because they were dicking around with the well, prices yeah, yeah, but you yeah. can't really just like let significant portions of the gas you know the, the commercial gas or the residential gas market just like go to shit because then loads of people will be without heating so why do you the main force <laughs> yeah. of any of the competition is just mm. replacing every, automating the entire company mm. and the only the only thing that's ever going to be driving mm. down like the the cost of doing business as a gas supplier is just that you're sacking more yeah. staff and you're going to just yeah. eventually just have a computer yeah. that then it's, that's it's, it, it's, right? It's just one of those things where, like, I think I find it very... Like, there's that. Like, what is re- the, the you know what's the first principles argument for it? Is 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 the question that I have because mm-hmm. it's like we're in this stupid situation. Like, what's the where, where's the point where you 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 pull back as far as like the we're going to make this system like this and be like, well, where is the like material? It's like the the thing about electric cars where it's like, well, if you want everyone to drive an electric car, how many batteries would you need? Okay, well, how much like of these rare earth elements would you need? Are there that, is there that much rare earth metal on rare, earth? Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> so yeah. what are you going to do? And but at least with that, you're like, okay, well, I guess maybe like battery technology becomes more efficient or everything runs on fucking well, it's, hydrogen it's or something. It's kind of like a runway like, thing, right? you know, where, where it's like, well, this mm. isn't going to take off, but if we get enough people on board, mm. then it kind of should. Yeah. Sort of magically. But it, it just seems like just, there'll be yeah. economies of scale yeah. magically happen. But like, it, it, it's, it's like the... Well, I, I you're think, relying on load of second order effects that you yeah. can't even name for but, the thing to even... It, well, for the first it, yeah. order things to happen. Because, right? because like, I feel like, and like loads of the sort of bigger, like recent crop of i say recent it's like the stuff that started like 10 15 years ago in terms of like 
uh, Silicon Valley companies was like mm. this, right? Because, you know, before, back in the day, it used to be Silicon Valley was where they, like, made or at least designed computers, right? That's yeah. what the, the, the name Silicon Valley refers to, Intel, presumably, right? Yeah, you, you know. Mac. Yeah, exactly. They, they, the, the, the thing that you could have. Motorola or Texas, I think. But I Yeah. Think, are they? That sounds about right. I don't know. Probably. But, like... After a while, and then you had, you know, sort of... I just think yeah. of them as a really old one because their Motorola's are real, like, 40. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, the next step up from that is you have things like, you know, Google or whatever, where it's like, this is a thing that works on the internet. And it, like, it does this thing that is definitely useful, organizes the world information, does a whole bunch of other stuff, too, that's probably evil, does a whole bunch of other stuff that's quite convenient, like Google Maps. Hmm. But, like, again, things that you can point to and be like, this is basically infrastructural, right? This is something yeah. that, you know... I mean, in a in a same world, should be uh, maybe not a, in the hands of private company, whatever. You know, it's fine. It's a thing where it's like you can understand that there is a, a need for this thing, and it's a thing that can work and can do the sort of set of tasks that it's setting out to do. Mm. And then you get to the things where it's which are like Uber or something like that, which mm. is like what's Uber actually trying to do? Because like their actual stated purpose, as many people have pointed out, is not something that's actually achievable you can't actually bring out more efficiency to the extent that it can make any actual money from doing things the way that you're doing so Mm. after a while you have to conclude that as you know i think basically they've stated outright at this point that their actual business model is you know use venture capital to subsidize cabs drive local cab companies out of business and become a monopoly provider of you know card stuff then wait until we get the self-drive bit going and then that's basically like kind of not free but it's like you don't have to pay people anymore which is like that's obviously a different proposition but at the same time there's no way that that you know like that bit having basically it's like the fucking um paul graham whatever it is Mm. is it he he that said Mm. this the whole like if you're setting a company that do things that don't scale right Mm. so they're thinking well the the whole taxi driver thing you have to pay people to drive all the Mm. taxis that doesn't scale but Mm. that's just like the first stage of the project and Mm. when when as time goes on then we'll eventually scale up to a single there'll be like one guy that's got 50 screens driving 50 taxis yeah and then he'll get automated or something you know it's, I think it's 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 just a bit sort of like or like we work where you're just like you know these things like or, or, I have this yeah. thing by the way when anyone yeah. says we work and yeah. it's, when someone says it I don't see yeah. it written down but when, yeah, I, yeah. when I hear it I think it's one of those we games like we support <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like yeah. there's one that didn't it didn't really yeah. succeed no you, it's, 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 you it's, go on it's the office board, office simulator have, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> You a balance board and you have to be like, oh, you're typing at your standing desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this. Uh, ergonomic complete. <laughs> but, but, yeah, but like all of these, all of these things where you're, you, you, you look at them and you're like, you know, at least again, like Amazon or whatever, hmm. bad in a lot of ways, but like you can wring more efficiencies out of stuff. And I granted a lot of those efficiencies being wrung, you know, by wringing out the bodies of like the humans that you're feeding into the machine. Hmm. But, like, in material terms, it's a thing that can be achieved. Whereas, like, after a while, you sort of realise that with a lot of these things, it's just, like, either they'll do it by, like, means that are effectively just, like, sort of, like, we will become a monopoly. Mm. Or there's, like, there's basically nothing there. It's just, like, you know, it's a, a, a sheen of something over an existing business. Like, you know, the WeWork thing, like, many people have pointed this out, which is Regis... Yeah. the like company that does like lots of build basically they they do you know subletting of office space yeah 
and like they are bigger than we were and have been doing it for a million years. But because they don't like have SoftBank investment and talk they don't about say things, we're a tech yeah, company. exactly. If, if you, effectively, like, if you say like, "Hey, we're a tech company," then people will be like, "I mean, please take more investment." Whereas, you know, if you're if you're just doing a boring normal, I'm sure Regis are like trivially evil in a boring way, but they're prov- they're providing a you know useful service which is like here is some of that, the, space the phenomenon of like well mm. when tech is mm. the big growth play mm. for like if yeah. you look at like 2001 mm. like dot-com yeah. boom post.com boom to like yeah. 2021 mm. if you look at like the, all the companies that have got super massive like mm. apple there are all yeah. these tech companies mm. right these you have this thing where you, you know you you're you know when you're doing mm. like what me and bassie do now and again where you watch the 9 11 news yes. live 9 11 news mm. um it's all just reporting on the big companies right there's cnbc mm. or something yeah in there. and you're like oh these were the big these were the big mm. um financial news stories on september 11th before 9 11 happened yeah and it's all just oil companies and it's yeah. all just these big uh just and also just big b2b contract like like ibm sort mm. of in there even then mm. but it's like ibm wasn't a tech company really anymore into mm. even in back 20 years yeah. ago it was like business to business, business yeah, services, services company stuff, right? yeah it's all services mm. and uh you know what you call them commodities and stuff mm. right and it's all this kind of stuff and then tech suddenly gets because obviously it was always high mm. growth but in terms of actual high value in the last 20 years everything yeah. suddenly went massive high growth and high value and so if you were trying to target that like massive level of liquidity and massive level of growth level of funding that mm. you wanted yeah you would want to portray yourself as being a tech company because that was where yeah. that particular kind of attention was mm. and i don't know if that's just a kind of like meta thing about like tech in general mm. but it does seem that like whatever you want to do whatever however you want to see it the market's probably going to end up getting fooled by that kind of meta thing again yeah like the idea that if, if mm. you sufficiently ally yourself with mm. the kind of mores and and mm. vibes that tech companies give off or whatever the certain the, yeah. the current growth thing is right yeah like well, i don't know, you like, know i'm trying to think yeah. of what because obviously you, you've yeah. got like phones came in like yeah smartphones came in it just basically becomes subsections this, right? of tech after yeah, that because yeah, you're yeah. just like is it a phone thing an app thing you know a crypto thing an ai thing or whatever yeah. it happens to be right because it's like asteroid mining or something yeah asteroid, well like, yeah. But, i mean those things are weird because like you're sort of basically saying like i have a idea that is like you know like we're going to be like the one people to do that or that company that's like we're going to build factories in space or whatever yeah where yeah. it's like Sure. Okay. I mean, hey, at least they're not being like you know, a taxi you application. Can... This is the thing. I you know? think there probably are mm. some things that you can make in space easier mm. than on Earth. But yeah. I feel like a lot of them you could simulate through just like mm. world. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it. It feels like it's a. It's a. It's a. It's someone got, like had a, a fun idea and then you know has, 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 they're really going in on it. But like you know whatever. Yeah. Like I think those are the lads that had a lot of fun around the time that that um that. Uh, superconductor thing was going oh, along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that th- th- those guys basically took hours out of their day to try and make the uh, the, the superconductor thing. That was a shame. That was a fun thing that happened. Did, oh, we, you know. did, I can't, were we were we on were we were we did we I was on team when that was uh, superconductor. Yeah, I was really hoping because it's like one of those things where you're like. There are very few things these days. You know, Mark Andreessen did some big thing where he was just like, oh, people don't think technology is good anymore. That's because it's been. He just follows like, me on Twitter. I know. Still. He tried to follow my alt back when I had a back when I had a, a Twitter, and I, I I refused to let him because I thought it was funny. <laughs> I think he still follows the Man Has Account. Nice. Um, but like he he you know he did his sort of what, to this. yeah why don't people like me anymore thing. Um, they never liked you. Uh, no no but we're like well, you know why don't people That's, like it's, it's very offensive things, to yeah. one of our listeners. Yeah but like the 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 thing is the. <laughs> The answer, I guess, is like, 
I mean, like all of the stuff that he talks about in that, it's just like, you know, mm. things like the Green Revolution or whatever, uh, involvement of Marc Andreessen Zero, invention of, like all of the things that he talks about that like good are yeah. not things that he was <laughs> involved in. All the things that Andreessen Horowitz invested. Yeah. Yeah, he was in that yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. But like all of those things are like not the things that, people actually like like technology is or can be certain technologies can be very beneficial and Mm. certain you know internet technologies can be very beneficial as i've said before google maps for instance is the example that i always point to because the one thing i can think of that off the time i'm just like that's a really good thing that i'm glad exists or like those those sorts of Mm, that mm, that, mm. that class of technologies or you know search engines in general Mm. a few things like that where i'm just like this is definitely like a a a, you know a, a good thing that works well and does a you know is a, is a good thing that 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 improves things in general and makes things less difficult and easier and more pleasant the well because the thing is i think yeah. the thing with google maps is maps already existed yeah right and so it's kind of like a it's a one mm. to many change rather than a mm. zero to one change right yeah. obviously the idea of like the really na- is mm. it's just a really good it's an improvement over a map right mm. i feel like maybe like something like street view is like a is like a more of a a change of something that never existed and now does. So, for example, right, because I was thinking, like, if you think about use of technology, technology being a problem uh, Mm. because it gives leverage to people that want to do bad things, right? Uh, Technology gives you lots of leverage, and if the leverage is sort of already, like, a thing, but now you just Mm. get more leverage, then Mm. whatever things you have would just have more of, Mm. right? So if you've got, like, a map, it's like, well, having a map is good. You can find where you're going. Mm. In the in the extreme case, it's like, well, if you were in the emergency services, you mm. could save someone's life if you had mm. a map of yeah, something, yeah. right? That's, like, a pretty obvious thing. But if you have something like Google Street View, mm. right, that's something that didn't exist before. Yeah. Obviously, there was the, <laughs> the fucking, uh, you know, um, BBC Domesday mm. project. Of, of where they had a laser disc yeah. with a BBC master connected to it, which we went to see in the in the, nice. in, the uh, Good shit. in the Cambridge Computer Museum. But that had like a little mm. Street View thing from mm. like 1985 in it, which was like they were like single frames of like mm. PAL video. Nice, no flicker though because the laser disc very. <laughs> but it was just single frames, and so yeah. when you would like move to the next street. Mm. It just like spin the disc to the next frame and then like pause on that frame and then put like a little OSD on top. Good shit. Uh, good shit. But the the thing is, is that if you think of something like Street View, right? Because mm. I think on net Street View is good. Mm. I think it's really useful. Mm. But you can make the argument that something even as benign as Street View is like stalkers use it to dox mm. people. Sure, yeah. Or if you've now got a photo of everybody's house. Mm. The fact that it doesn't match up the people with the houses is kind of a trivial matter. Mm. The fact that you, you've now... I mean, you, I guess you can blur your house on mm. Street View, but, like, if you send them a letter or something. Yeah. But I think, in general, it's, like, overall net positive. But you can see that there are arguments. No, no, there's definitely like some... Yeah, some yeah, yeah. But, it's, but in that case, it's more, like, specific cases where you're just, like, you know, bad actor could use yeah, this bad for actor X could use kind this of thing. For, yeah, but I feel like with a map, it's like, well... There were already maps. Mm. So if you wanted to plot a terrorist attack before mm. Google Maps, yeah. then you still could with yeah, a nor- you just do ordinary map. map. Yeah, exactly. And in a lot, a lot of cases, use, the, you might use the ordnance an survey. Ordnance map, survey. Map, you know, yeah. <laughs> 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 I think the, probably the what was it? The when they got that mortar outside. Yeah, yeah. The, street. <laughs> I think that was maybe the last time that was used. <laughs> <laughs> going back the old, the classics. Um, but yeah, like something, something like. Um, yeah, like a map is obviously it's like well that's kind of it's 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 kind of providing information that was already mm. there but in like an easier mm. to digest format. But if you think about technology being like a multiplier to a to a to a kind of negative mm. uh, a negative intention, right? Mm. 
probably most things are kind of even to a degree because we just tend to we tend to like correct i think i think in general society just tends to correct around the technology and i don't know if that's always the case but in general it tends to have been like it's that we either become a lot more conservative about the things that we do because now technology allows you to do worse things and so we don't let people do as many things or because yeah. i do wonder a lot about like this is like the general the general take with ai right mm. if ai is a thing or whatever my my general worry about ai mm. is that it will just make everything easier right mm. it'll make all things easier to do yeah and so if you want to do anything you will now become cheaper and that's obviously a good thing but the problem happens when you have a situation where you're like well what do you um what do you expect the like bottom percentile of worst people to do with that? Yeah, and a lot in a lot of cases it'll be like, well, the AI isn't actually very good, so mm. it won't really help them very much. But in the cases where it does help them, mm. that is, I think, sort of the worry. Right, the, the worry is about um, do you allow everybody to have way more leverage over everything, mm. or do you keep this an institutional thing? Because this mm. is like what I think is is on mm. on a kind of higher level of the the difference in the mm. tech of the last. 20 to 40 years is that it's been focused on this personal computer mm. personal device thing which is reflective of general trends uh within western society of becoming more individualistic right if you think about like what the computers of the 50s were meant to be they were meant to yeah. be like these these time sharing systems yeah. that would provide a public good and it would mm. be and you still see that reflected through towards like you know obviously cyber sin is the one right yeah. but like even like minitel in france or like mm. the the you know the, the information system that was um and, and uh, Prestel, which was the British version, which was essentially the post office operating racks and racks of BBS servers that you could dial into, mm. and you could um, apply to have a Prestel number, mm. and you could put that. And it was like a web, it was like a you know domain name, and yeah. then you could set up a. I guess you'd send them disks, and they would put them onto the servers. It's pretty sick. Like an entirely. Uh, the, you know. the the role of the post office and like that sort of stuff is really something where I'm like, because you know, obviously, um, what's his face. Um, uh, Flowers mm. was a post office guy, and he was the guy who actually built the first computer. Yeah, yeah and like yeah, you yeah. know, th- th- there were loads of points where like the you know the post office was obviously like ran the t- the a lot of the telecoms infrastructure before BT was spun off and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Like you know, well they already it was yeah. uh, you know everyone was thinking about Wotan. Yeah, you know, this cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it goes way back. You know, yeah, well because that was um, Wotan's up in that yeah post restaurant. post office tower. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Whatever it's called. I've now. never actually mm. seen that. Uh, maybe I should. Mm. My my server name is Wotan, though. Nice. The, the, you know, the, mm. the uh, host name for my VPS. Good shit. Which was something I set a very long time ago. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, yeah, the the thing's too easy thing is a good point, though, because I think, I think like, that it's, uh, in itself is, like, a sort of a, a difficult thing for me because part of me is, like, I, I, I want to be a sort of, like, you know make it as easy as possible to do stuff kind of guy but part of me is also like actually i think that like there's a degree to which the easiest stuff gets made the more the further you're moved away, away from, from the, yeah <laughs> from from but like the, fur, the further you're away from like the some level of understanding of the the of the thing and how the thing works like mm-hmm. i think there's probably a, a and i don't know where it would sit in any given case but like i think about you know the sort of the balance that 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 the balance that you find between like you know learning having something become easy enough that you can do it when you're a kid but not so easy that it doesn't require 
a bit of effort such that you learn something. So like, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. when I, th- I, th- I, th- I th- we've talked about this before and I think the paradigmatic example for me is LS Maker. You know, there's a lightsaber. Um, did we not talk sorry, about this on the last episode? Might have been the last episode. I can't remember when the last even... episode was probably like a two months ago. Yeah, but it'd point, be funny but... if you're just listening yeah, to Yeah, you're just listening to the same, the you're just like, hang on, did... is this the same LS thing? Maker, yeah, and first... almost, almost certainly I just used the same like intonation. I said the same thing and like I said one of the same like three stock we phrases that I say about the same. Yeah, phase of one of them and play them at the same time. Just dead silence, silence. yeah, <laughs> yeah um, i don't know there's this there's this um yeah because i do think that's like are you actually learning something i do worry about this of like you know obviously the this is the topic from 2022 right mm. the generative ai topic. Yeah. but like it's it's, it's going to be a thing because it's mm. kind of like the the idea that you're actually going to be learning or imp- i don't know is, is, is this just trying to tap in some kind of like self-improvement drive that people have mm. like it's not really about whether you're improving yourself by learning how to do lightsabers it's more yeah. that you are enriching your understanding yeah. of the world in a way yeah, that yeah, yeah. F- f- subjectively mm. i consider that to be valuable yes. right yeah. and maybe that's just a subjective value yeah. and maybe the only objective value is some just some bullshit about yeah. how many minutes of TikTok. You yeah, <laughs> but that's but like, the thing. Right? I think it, it 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 moves from being a case of like you created something and the process of that was itself an enriching one to mm. being like outputs all that. You know, it's it, we go from being like you know it's all about the journey and the friends we made along the way to be actually no, it is about the destination. Fuck you. Yeah, uh, well, I, do, <laughs> I do worry about the like the yeah because this is this is that kind of thing of like if you can do anything if you can do the lightsabers without mm. any kind of effort whatsoever mm. and. It's not even a kind of like, oh, there's an app that does lightsabers. But if you want to get really big in like learning about how to do VFX mm. and you want to have like a career doing that, mm. then you have to like use the proper, <coughs> yeah, you know, go through yeah, the proper yeah, channels. Yeah. But when it gets to the point where all TV is made mm. like that and there isn't, yeah. th- those are the proper mm. channels. Yeah. Or when it gets to the point where there isn't films and TV mm. anymore because everyone's watching their own personalized mm just AI generated yeah. thing which is designed yeah. just to mm. sort of satisfy them it becomes this kind of like closed loop mm. problem yeah where there isn't actually there's a... no human input anymore yeah. and like that and, the, and obviously the other side side problem which is the main problem of that stuff well, so is basically like yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's it it basically becomes like the it's a, it's a, I feel like it's a short story or a fucking Twilight Zone episode or whatever where it's like you know where everyone turns into the you know the uh, I was going to say like the people from Wally, but the thing there is basically just fat and fuck fat people. Um, but like you know, that pe- people just like get yeah, away with it, yeah, with like, to, be, to be being like yeah, wouldn't it be like imagine being fat? Fuck you. That's um, the but like the the. the um, you know the sort of like the thing where you you get the now we know that's yeah. not even going to be the future because of the new drugs yeah <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah exactly yeah naughties, really. yeah you know as I'm thinking <laughs> I did I remember trying I tried semaglutide not as an injection but as a tablet because you could get it prescribed off medicine off, off label like I tried that mm. a couple of years ago it did make me feel sick so I didn't use it anymore isn't that how it works yeah <laughs> yeah of... well it's sort of like but you know the the, the I'll tell you something very interesting about that, actually. Yeah. I, there was a, a Matt Levine thing the other day, and I saw it in a few... I've seen it in a few other places since, actually. Um, specifically, I think there was an FT article about it in regards to Coke, which is, like, obviously it's a it's an appetite suppressant, but it's kind of like an impulse regulator. Yeah. So it means that you're less likely to buy stuff. Mm. <laughs> so given the massive popularity of something that is effectively like think, a massive I, I consumer demand yeah, suppressant, yeah, yeah. there's loads of people who are being like, ah, fuck, is this going to be a problem? <laughs> have to Which is really funny. Now. But like, I mean, obviously people are just like, well, you know, it's going to, it's, it'll, it'll balance out because it's like, when you know, any, when there's a new tech, yeah. then it creates more jobs yeah, and it yeah, destroys yeah. that. But it, I, 
fuck. I just, I like, I, I, it's one of those things where, like, I'd, I'd heard the thing talked about largely as a thing that, like, the Hollywood lot do or whatever. And mm. it's really interesting to me that they're just, like, and also there, and then, you know, like a month ago or whatever, there was a thing that was just like, oh, yeah, Nova Nordisk or whatever is, is like got a GDP that's bigger than the size of Denmark, its parent country. I don't know whether that was correct. I, or, or like it's, its market cap is bigger than the size of is Denmark's GDP. Is that before GDP. or after yeah. these drugs getting licensed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah because I, 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 I need, I need to double, because I, I think the way that it was phrased, it led me to believe that I was like, that can't be right. It's not that big. Denmark's a, you know, decent size economy. But, you know, either way, it's big fucking money. Um, so it's like, you know, and it, it's Isn't been it licensed. like a pork-based for... economy? <laughs> uh, it, it feels like they need to, they need to yeah. some... some it's a bit more diversification. They've got quite a, they've got a decent amount of um Although I suppose China on the up and up, you know. Yeah. They've got a decent amount of like I know that they they've like because there's the, the their oil and natural gas company, which I believe is no longer called Dong, but used to be called Dong, That's Danish oil and natural gas, which is a great name for an oil company. Um uh yeah. Uh, yeah, so so you know, it's it's really like the 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 uh, semaglutide or you know uh, azempic or wegevi or whatever it's called is like genuinely like massive and might be so big that it causes significant changes to like well a lot of people compare it to the global consumer economy pill. yeah which is wild i feel like, like it know. might be like 0.8 times as significant mm. as that which is still a pretty big mm. deal maybe 0.7 mm. well this is the thing if it generally suppresses mm. all you mentioned coke do you mean the beverage or the uh, <laughs> it was it was the beverage but i'm the, sure the, you know I, was, like, I thought it was going to be that all the hollywood people famously they're all on both yeah. of those things yeah and so they kind of if, if you've got mm. one thing that's making yeah. you more impulsive and more mm. likely to, to yeah but that balances to, out to that's agree like, to yeah, a yeah, new yeah. Role, role in a bad <laughs> netflix series yeah. or whatever right um yeah that's what you need mm. to be on right yeah it's i don't know I, I i i it's one of those things that i found sort of really like i don't know how i i, I put it really sort of like um it, i think that you know like you said the, the thinking about it in terms of the pill it's like i feel like i'm not used to thinking of things like that it's like things in terms of just like here is one thing that could have like a yeah yeah massive sort of like you know really like takes the whole of society and sort of like you know, makes significant changes to, you know, the way it operates. Not because of the first order effect, but because of the second order effect. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like the... the well, yeah, know. the one thing of like, yeah. oh, you know... Mm -hmm. As a person on the internet, I hate fat people, and so they're yeah. going to go away. And so I really, I'm really happy about that. But like, there's obviously that kind of thing. But like, I guess as you know, that this is first order effects. Just sticking on that, like, we grew up in that like the noughties channel four era of just shaming fat people constantly, mm. and the idea that it was a kind of like uh, a like a. a a moral thing that yeah, was wrong yeah. with them, all that, that yeah. kind of stuff, right? And the idea that, like, well, mm. we've known for a fairly long mm. time that it's basically just a, lo a load of chemical bullshit, mm. and that's just been something that everyone has been saying. But because it doesn't it doesn't have enough weight mm. in society, mm. if you say that to displace yeah. the prevailing thing, which is yeah. that this is a moral problem with people, right? Yeah. And then suddenly you have mm. some kind of like thing that suddenly makes the whole problem go away. Mm. This is in the best case. Yeah, right? yeah. Maybe it doesn't for all people. Maybe it's mm. like there's drawbacks or it yeah. causes terrible mm. cancer in 30 years or something mm. but assuming like that, that what the manufacturers say is correct right uh it suddenly completely dents the entire idea of it because it's mm. now like the the idea that this is a moral problem mm. it stops being a convenient like way of looking at things it stops being a convenient model yeah. and suddenly you have to confront the idea that well the, the, we are just kind of at the whims of the chemicals and so mm. if you can harness the chemicals then yeah. you can actually do something about this problem right yeah and that is something which 
it only becomes possible to have that sort of uh, messaging about something when you can just prove it by putting a thing down on the table and saying this is yeah. the way that things work now, right? So that is a kind of an interesting thing. It's like just kind of proof by demonstration of the idea that like, well, this is, you know, and you see this with all sorts of things. You see it with like, you know, go back several hundred years and most health public health related issues were entirely conflated with morality to yeah. the point where it took like essentially the birth of modern statistics to untangle the two and still they're not really untangled yeah. for most people it's it's, just, it, it's really you know. difficult because it's like so many things with that stuff i feel like there's a sort of massive it, it it's the it's the the old thing of like there's way too much and also too little where it matters like mm. the the you know the big waggy finger of moral judgment always seems to fall on people who have for whatever reason the shitty end of the stick in terms of how you yeah. know like there are maybe a few of them who are able to you know to 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 escape you know whatever it happens to be you know a uh, thing that we're conflating with evil or yeah. you know basically being a bad person um but you know most of them are subject to be it you know sort of poverty or you know sort of relationship breakdown or you know any any yeah, of the things yeah, yeah, that basically yeah. get 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 tagged as, as as being the thing for those people and it's like the thing i, I don't know like you, you always hear people talk about like you know the, the 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 weird like social factors where you know republicans are just like well you just need to have a you know stable marriages and that's the basis of the and you're just like what if maybe the causative thing that you're doing it here is the opposite way <laughs> what if it's the fact that like if you're affluent and comfortably off then you have All the people i know far with fewer prob- yeah, have, uh, yeah. Affluent and it's it's weird that isn't it you know like and you and obviously like you it's never one-to-one so you can always be like but what about this you know hard-working family? and it, and and like it, there's there's never any any consideration that like actually maybe you know there are all these like all these people who effectively just get like judged and like you know fuck it's really difficult to get out of either all the all the fucking time where you're just like why can't person x just do thing y but again but, it's because of the sort of compounding yeah, nature yeah, of of yeah. anything going yeah. wrong right yeah but but sometimes it is true if that that's the trouble shit life syndrome yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a, i think it's even mm. got a wikipedia article mm. now which is just the mm. idea that like gps will often mm. be like well look we don't have the resources mm. to deal with the problem yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah i I've no, thought, no i mean that was that I've, was one of the yeah. things on the on the on the thing right yeah. it was incredibly fucked i don't know whether i pulled out the quote but there was a bit where it was a it was a gp in sheffield i think who was saying basically like yeah you know i started work in the 80s and it was like i do some stuff in the morning and i'd come home look after my kids and then i'd do a few you know do a shift in the evening and it was really good and now um basically i'm responsible for like 10 times the number of people and i have like these six-year-olds who are like running out into traffic to try and commit suicide because they don't think life's worth living and yeah. i can't really tell them it is because of the yeah, way yeah, the, yeah. The, you know because like i look at the the, the stuff that they have to deal with and like yeah it's fucked you know the school that's adjacent to us just bought a new washing machine so that they could wash all of the uniforms for the kids whose parents couldn't mm. afford fucking laundry powder. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. fucked. And it like, has this you know, compounding yeah. nature where if every aspect of your life is more difficult, mm. it makes every other aspect yeah. more difficult, right? Mm. And because these things, you can't just isolate them and, and, and specialize on these kind of things. Mm. And like this, because I think the thing I read was about, um, I think that it was quite a few, probably a few years ago now. Um, and it was about GPs in Blackpool, I think, but this is obviously mm. just a thing that's caught on in GP yeah. circles, which was like, Without a holistic way of looking at how people are doing on a public health level, yeah. with just the abilities of one GP that's meant to treat their one patient, obviously there's a lot of advantages to pairing things in mm. that way and yeah. having this, this individualistic outlook. Mm. But in general, the problem is is that 
if your life is just going bad in mm. most ways, yeah. any individual intervention can't, yeah. can't yeah, actually yeah. help. And so yeah. if you have this situation where everything is stacking and compounding, yeah. it's like, well, every, your degree yeah. of stress is causing, making you more ill, but mm. then you can't have a job and so you can't earn enough money, so you can't yeah. heat your house. And everything yeah. just has a, has a network effect, where a negative network yeah. effect, right? And that's basically like the whole country has got that at the moment, right? Like every, every little Sick thing that goes wrong. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And like, and, and, but it gets to the point where it's like, it's so bad that like you start solving problems that are problems that have a root cause that is like the the, the the problem that you're seeing isn't actually the problem, but like like the yeah. the, the anti homeless benches or whatever. The yeah. problem isn't that homeless people are sleeping on benches. The problem is that there are homeless people. Yeah. But like you can only see as far as well. We don't really want them on the benches, so let's make benches they can't sleep on, rather than like how do we sort of stop there being homeless people? Yeah. But you know, because well, no, there yeah. isn't nobody's in charge, right? There isn't. Yeah. That no one has the responsibility to do this because for whatever reason, it's mm. just not. You, you have to actually stand up and, and mm. say this is going to be the priority. Mm. And yeah. unless you can do that and market it, it's not going to be the priority, right? And so, yeah, what are we, what are we talking about? It's got a bit depressing. Yeah. Um, uh, the seemingly side? Uh, yeah, I mean, that seems positive. Yeah. But I, I, generally speaking, if people can, like, because... I don't know. As a as a as a gentleman of carriage, I can't. You know, I'm not. I'm not out here saying like you know. Again, like it's not. It's not equal to morality. But like you know, being overweight can be ne- linked to negative health outcomes. So probably on that better if there's an easy way for people who otherwise well, again, find this, it difficult to lose weight. Where everyone always says, um, "Oh, this is health problem. This health yeah. problem." And then all the right wing people in the yeah. comments will always yeah. be like, "Well, it's only because people are too fat mm. and they're not. Yeah. They're really unhealthy mm. and it's destroying yeah. the health system or whatever." Mm. And whether that's true or not, like probably, presumably you could get positive health outcomes by making people you know like if you if you have people who are more healthy in general and able to do exercise better mm. there whether it's actually the weight that causes the problem it's like yeah. if you're able to exercise and you're uh, able when, to do various yeah. things i was i was know, much it, more significantly overweight like six or seven years ago mm. but i was sufficiently overweight that it was actually very difficult for me to do certain sorts of exercise i couldn't go jogging really because i was heavy enough that it was like you know uncomfortable and probably yeah. not doing my, my bones much good yeah yeah i you know did some weightlifting did some swimming you know did did some eating because again i was in a position where i was lucky enough to be able to do that stuff and i'm you know sufficiently but again these are all yeah, things that I, you yeah. have to work exactly work yeah, hard yeah, at, yeah. right like, you have I, to have I, the free time to but do I, it. yeah I, I was i was a you know I was a <laughs> white guy working in tech who wasn't in a relationship and didn't have any kids or dependents or anything like that. So I was just able to in spend... In Yeah, in my 20s. Yeah. Uh, so I had energy. So yeah. I was able to spend time doing those things and I was able to, you know, get put, put, put effort into those things. I was able to spend the money in order to be able to eat the food that, you know, made those outcomes improve a little bit. And then after I'd lost a bit, then I was able to go running. And it's like, it's one of those things where... You, you need to, you know, it, when you're stuck in the thing, it, it is self-fulfilling. It becomes more difficult to get out of if that's what you want to do because, hmm. like, certain things are locked off to you, kind of, after a certain point, and then you have to do other things to get out of them that might be less direct or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And, like, yeah, you know, it's... You need some yeah. way of short-circuiting that, yeah, that problem. Yeah, exactly. Previously, there wasn't really yeah. a reliable way of doing it. Yeah, and now there's a thing that you can just, now there's you know, a thing. Just, uh, inject yourself with or whatever or take a tablet and then... Boom! You're you're. It, it's sort of like I mean, it's one of those things where it's like it's it, it it's like pretty significant. Like you know, it's it's not like 
everything right but from what i remember it's like maybe like 10 percent of of, of, mm. of body weight or something like something like bonkers like that and that's a lot that's a fuck of a lot well the point like, is it's just it's, it's mm. that it gives you the initial push where yeah. you can then yeah feel like something positive is yeah. happening right because like the, yeah again the thing you said about the exercise right the point of exercise isn't that it makes you thin or quote unquote or whatever like it can make you strong and in in, in general i think yeah that's a better way to think about it like that because that's a positive thing that you can build toward and it <coughs> improves basically all aspects of you can improve the, yeah. your, your heart, your yeah. metabolism, everything. Yeah, right? and it just makes things easier and more comfortable, like getting up, sitting down, you know, like all the, all those movements. If you've got stronger muscles, you know, obviously you can take it to slightly silly extremes, but, you know, as long mm. as if you've got, like, the muscles that are, like, within the normal range of, like, strength, you know, this is why people talk a lot about strength training. It basically just makes a lot of things feel better. You know, where you're moving house or you have to move yeah, stuff exactly. around. Yeah, like, yeah. everything is just a bit easier. You're less risk of injury because you're not going to, like... Over, you know, sort of overextend certain certain muscles. Everything's sort of tuned up. But yeah. like, even in, even in general, if you're just going going for a run, like outside of any health outcomes, it feels good. Yeah, most of the time. Obviously, it feels but it having, can feel yeah, difficult. But, but, but like, yeah, but it but makes having you feel the ability good. Yeah. to do that, I mm. just think it's a fundamental mm. kind of human thing mm. where it's not even the fact that everyone should do that, but mm. it's that everyone should be able to do yeah. that, right? And the fact that, like, mm. if you wanted to start running, it might be locked off to you due mm. to just some circumstance of like mm. your body's current state. Yeah, like that seems unfair, and it seems yeah, yeah, to be yeah. something which technology should be able to work around. Hundred percent. Right? Again, that's another another sort of thing where you're like, like you say, it's one of the ones where you're like, this is a good sort of technology. Yeah, but. You sort of the, the 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 thing is, I'm always kind of like at two minds as to how far to go with this stuff because, like, part of me says like at some point there is a degree of like such a there is such a thing as like a personal or individual responsibility for stuff, right? Like, there is mm. on, but, but but for what and for what things and to what extent? Like, I don't know. I think about how people I know who've had sort of issues with trauma or whatever or like you know sort of really bad stuff has happened to them and mm. they've made some bad decisions but like basically on the basis of things that happened to them early in life that really fuck them up yeah and it's and it's it's like it's the thing of i think like um what i, I think freddie's talks about this in terms of you know these guys got, got the, <laughs> an author with who's got a sort of psychotic disorder that he's treated for but he said you know it's not your fault but it is your responsibility or something like that yeah but like i think that's very difficult to make work because like at a certain point you get past the level of like you can look at by you can look at sort of inputs and outputs right it's the mm. same reason it's very difficult to make sort of people think in systematic terms about stuff because like once you're more than like you know that that man did that thing yeah unless it's an individual thing. story yeah, yeah individual story where you can say where you, yeah, the four yeah, characters involved yeah. and this is what then they, everything they've becomes done, yeah. a little bit bigger and you're yeah. just like well um as a result of uh you know sort of mistreatment it, 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 you know as a sort of like being mishandled by a system during their childhood they weren't treated for this and it led to them doing this blah 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 mm. and it's like well you've kind of diluted the responsibility so much i don't know there's a there's a funny bit in one of the terry pratchett books going postal where there's this um they, he puts a Lord Veterinary, who's the like you know sort of uh, Machiavellian assassin dude who runs the the city of Ankh-Morpork, puts mm. this con man in charge of the post office um, because the post office is like fallen from fallen from its glory or whatever and it's been like it's cursed or some shit and he has to like work it out of, how to fix it but he's got his parole if you were an yeah. alien but you knew about world history yeah. and culture but you didn't know Terry Pratchett yeah. was would you have been able to guess what country and what era he was from yeah. story? <laughs> almost certainly um, but like the, the, his, his parole officer is a golem called Mr. Pump 
um and golems are kind of like i guess uh like sort of a, like a bit roboty in that they think of things in very linear ways but there's a bit where right. he he uh, Lip, uh, Lipberg, who's the the, the con man is like tries to run away and he gets basically like picked up by the the, the, the golem and like the golem's sort of remonstrating with him and he's like you know Litvig's basically like i didn't actually like i never like did anything really harmful right you know i never mm-hmm. killed anyone i ever never you know so much as like laid a finger on anyone but he's like no you did though you you know you you took the fucking bread from their mouth that bread from their plate and the clothes from their back and you did it for fun and he's like you kill it basically it says you've killed like 5.7 people or something like that and he's like you <laughs> can't really do that like that yeah, 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 yeah. and he's just like actually i have done that like and it's it's obviously like morally he's right and it's really funny <laughs> because that's like it's a it's a good it's a good thing about that character but like yeah, yeah at what point can you make those you know those sorts of determinations and i'm not even talking about like big stuff obviously if you've the got, number like, of people you're killing yeah. is in noose up arrow mm-hmm. na- notation, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like... because obviously at that point you yeah you really do start to get into that sort of territory but at the same time it's very i i, I think i think that like you you start to enter the realm of like what you know where's my efficiency trade-off you can't do you can't run a fucking you know moral accounting for everything as you go it's impossible Mm, yeah but so at what point do you say okay we'll you know sort of like let you know this we'll use this abstraction we'll let this slide or whatever it is and like so much is kind of about the abdication Mm. of responsibility Mm. right Mm. because people have a very fixed idea of their role or they have Mm. a fixed idea of what it is that is their responsibility Mm. like and and generally when you get these moral problems they're usually about responsibility like if you think the trolley problem is kind of about responsibility Mm. it's like is it my responsibility to intervene in this situation right Mm. is it my responsibility to in some way like control the fate of somebody right and obviously responsibility in a lot of cases just means should i divert resources to this Mm. thing whether it's just my time or my effort or Mm. my money or something should i divert my resources to this thing which isn't inherently uh you know like directly affecting me right and in most cases i do think that we tend to do that but obviously like we're conditioned by society to to go through specific channels and have specific institutions do those things for us, right? And so it's like, if you see, you know, if you see somebody, like, getting attacked or whatever, it's like, do you intervene or do you go Mm. to the police or do you try to get a bunch of other people to help or do you do something do you know what i mean yeah and it it, it, this this that kind of problem is one where it's like well that is based on a kind of societal um like schema for how we're meant to attack Mm. problems right we have like a societal expectation of what the how the problems are meant to be uh, whether they're tractable or not right because that's another thing right whether we think a problem can be solved is an entirely societal thing which is generally kind of like well we all agree that there isn't any solution to that we all agree that we can't really uh nationalize all of these gas companies yeah, yeah, to yeah, solve yeah, the database exactly. problem or whatever right there it isn't like it, it, it's within this framework which is which is uh you know, we have this kind of framework that's going on. And the other yeah. thing is, is like, if you're talking about it on a moral dimension, is that all of those moral things, I think, I don't know, I think it's good to discuss this as if it isn't the case. Mm-hmm. But I think in a lot of cases, most of our morals are kind of like, when it comes to intervening and stuff, mm-hmm. are kind of yeah. post hoc justifications rather yes. than actually yeah, 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 being yeah. a kind of considered thing. Mm-hmm. Because we generally just tend to act or, yeah. in most mm-hmm. cases, it's not about acting. It's like, if you read something in the paper, mm-hmm. how do you feel... Yeah. it should have gone right yeah it's like a you you tend to then justify that morally with your with your uh sort of preconceived things 
So yeah, and that, that's that that point there is actually kind of interesting because it sort of ties back, I guess, a bit to the sort of the the, the problems that you know the UK is facing right now. It's basically an issue of like the 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 sort of the the rough shared social settlement, the vibe of where you expect things to be for years was like more on the side of like institutions there being any state yeah but like yeah whatsoever. but the, you know the, the the decay of institutions and the diminution of state capacity yeah means that like that's gone but there's not been a you know there has been some level of stepping up from you know big society like i, you know, I, I which actually is like, had a really good yeah. idea which i just remembered a couple of weeks ago i was thinking it would be really i i had a good idea for a for a film or a documentary yeah somebody ought to do this because i can't be bothered to put in the hours but mm. this is a great idea if you're the kind of person that does this thing if you want to do like a video essay on mm. youtube is probably what people do nowadays right which is just like you just do it about toilets about public toilets yeah. you, that so then that gets the viewer right that's like a funny topic yeah. and it's like what's wrong with what's happened with with toilets right which is the basic principle i tweeted about this the basic mm. principle that you, you would think based on g this is the the, the, the toot verbatim that i posted yeah. as far as i can remember mm. you would think that based on gdp figures that that governments in the western world had the capacity to build and operate a toilet <laughs> right given this yeah. like bill gates is mm. like building toilets mm. god knows where mm. for whatever reason whatever mm. he's into right? yeah but like we can't build a public toilet and we can't like, this is, this, so you can talk about the San Francisco public toilet that was mm. like 10 million dollars or something yeah. and then you can talk about you know every time I look at the local news why is it about more toilets are closing yeah why is it that can't we just assume that there are going to be toilets mm. because this is the most basic possible thing yeah and it's it's inherently humorous that mm. we can't we don't even have toilets right someone the, and then and then you basically do a deep dive where you then kind of um you call people. You'd have interviews with people. You'd you'd talk to local government. You talk to national government. Mm. You'd probably get a minister or mm. maybe the minister for toilets or something. Yeah. Right. You'd you'd get this kind of thing going on, right? Where you'd. Um... I, I feel like there's an edgy joke you can make there about some of the sex cases that have come out recently. <laughs> but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. You'd you'd have this whole. You know. You'd have this whole. Uh, you do an hour long documentary or an hour and a half, right? Where you, by the end you'd be like, "Geez, something's really changed in the last four years." And I didn't realise it was happening mm. until this story that mm. initially I thought was going to be funny, and now mm. it's actually just really tragic. Yeah. It's a tragic toilet story. Yeah, uh, that's my idea for a documentary. That's a good idea. I think. I think because I've been I've been doing something like this as a as a uh, I've I've been like you could do it for a, real yeah. people that yeah. don't know what state capacity yeah. means. Well, I've been I've been working on something for Seagull, which is like basically about like housing in the city mm. and stuff like that but i like i really like this i think the idea. toilet thing yeah, is, so, is a good it's angle, so simple it? yeah because because housing is actually really complicated mm. because it's it's something where there's an ongoing agreement and yeah, the, yeah, yeah. T- it's about where people live there's a there's a it's t- with yeah. toilet it's just like there's a public need yeah. and here it is and yeah. all you have to do is pay to have it built and pay to have it maintained cleaned mm. and so on yeah. right that's it and if you can't do that, what's happened? Mm. What's going on, right? Yeah. And then, and then the answer to those questions mm. is that's the documentary, yeah. right? That's, there you go. I, I that's a very good idea. Someone needs to make it. Yeah. I'm I giving might, that I idea. Might, I might free. give that a go. There you go. The toilet. That's a, that's a seagull. It should be a YouTube do. documentary. Yeah. You can get some get some mm. YouTubers on, in, involved. You know. Yeah. You can do some little vox pops. Say, when was the last time you used a public toilet? Yeah. <laughs> How was it? <laughs> should we take? Yeah, I think so. Five. Speaking of toilets...
think that that is like if you, looking at the way that people make uh, policy nowadays yeah. or the last 25 years like I think if you made yeah, a documentary like that, policy. well, yeah, no, it, yeah, doesn't have its own toilet. It be <laughs> the great British toilet, uh, to- yeah. The, the, I, I, it's that if if you make a documentary or you you make some kind of news report about toilets or something, and then it goes viral, then by the next news cycle, there will be a minister for toilets. Yeah. You know, the next well, it's, reshuffle. It's, it's that thing that um, if you coincide yeah. the release of the documentary with an impending reshuffle, reshuffle yeah, you will get, get a minister for toilets. Alex Harrell wrote something about this once, where he was just like. The way that the news works basically is that like ministers, you know, people have to like say something. So like there was something he 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 said where it was like this was back when David Cameron was the prime minister. He was like mm. there was some interview where fucking he was asked about some the the stupid bullshit of the day, which was like seagull attacks in Cornwall, where he was just, he started off by saying like like. I mean, really, like, this isn't the kind of thing that I can focus on as Prime Minister. But then he was just like, in order to be able to get the end <laughs> So of the, humiliating. Yeah, well, but it was more this, like, you know, sort of, I don't know, mate, like, this is probably for the council. But, like, in order to get to the end of the sentence, he had to be like, but it's obviously a serious problem and something should be done and, like, blah, blah, blah. Because it was, it, you know, made the point that, like, the Victorian immigration... Well, he had that like, face yeah. that he did where he would just... He'd go in... Yeah, he'd be look concerned. Yeah, exactly. As, he'd always look like he'd just been told about something but was very concerned about mm-hmm. it, you know? Yeah, it was a, 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 a very... A, this is something that we must take... This seagull problem is something we must take incredibly seriously. And, like, mm. you know, and all that sort of shit. And you're just like, well, you know... I don't know. Maybe don't. Maybe maybe the news should be more responsible than asking. Maybe he should be more responsible than fucking having to feel like he needs to come in. It's only gotten worse since then. Um, cards. Live hmm. in 15 minutes in the future. Yeah, so all of these cards that I've written, there's quite a few. They're all from like, the last like two months or month or whatever it was of not yeah. doing a podcast. So I don't remember a lot of them. Um, this is one where I think living 15 minutes in the future, it's like the Max Headroom thing, right? Mm. It, I, I think it's like the... But you're using some kind of technology and you feel a little bit for a little while that you're just kind of a little bit ahead of everyone else it's because so you've sweet. got... It sounds the... like you're doing the uh, future of a scary door. <laughs> you're, living, you're living in technology, but you yeah. understand. You're That's it. You're to the scary door. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, you, I mean, have you had that experience lately of, like, you're, you're doing something? Because I feel like it, I used to get it actually more. Mm. I know this is like people are going to say this is like an AI thing, right? Yeah. Oh, living, we're kind of in the future. But the fact everyone has access to this yeah, now, yeah. whatever. What I mean is the kind of thing where you're kind of, like... You've got a whole thing rigged up where you're doing a kind of cutting edge thing. Mm-hmm. Cutting edge being the the, the the real like good metaphor in that it's kind of cut you somehow because it doesn't really work properly, right? But uh, you, you've got some kind of like series of scripts or things rigged up that are going to like sort of give you this uh, way of interacting or perceiving with the world, which kind of have a futuristic element to them whereby you are able to like leapfrog over for example the thing i always think about is like probably 2011 or something sitting in a pub Mm. with an iphone Mm. 4 or whatever the phone was at the time i get the iphone command 2007 yeah iphone 4 um and then being like realizing that i was like the person in there that had a smartphone Mm. and it wasn't there wasn't like it wasn't like a busy pub but it was like you know, a bunch of people in there and everyone was, was looking at an either an ordinary phone because they weren't with anyone they were just texting someone yeah. or they were just chatting or you know it's like the meme right no no phones in sight or whatever <laughs> but i remember thinking at that moment right if somebody if i was talking to someone i could look up something and they can't yeah i can just look up something right now 
And you're having a conversation in the pub and like you can just look something up and they can't look anything up. And it really made it was like a 15 minutes in the future type of situation or like um, any kind of like thing where you you have some kind of way of automating something that other people are just doing in a non-automated way. I can't think of an example. Right. Yeah. But like I've been. I'll, I'll tell you something. <laughs> but yeah, no, I know, I know what you mean. Like sometimes you, sometimes you, you see, sometimes you do something yourself or see something that other people do, and you are just like, oh, I didn't know you could do that sort of thing. Like, yeah. and, like I don't know, uh, like a friend who, I mean, it's not. This isn't one hundred percent that because it's not like super super efficient. But like, mm. um, a friend of ours who. Like they've got an Alexa and they do their shopping with Amazon or whatever, so they can just say, "Hey, Alexa, add X to the shopping list," and it'll mm. do that, and that'll automatically go and be delivered whenever their delivery is, kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, it, I, the thing that I always find with those, the, the, what I always find with those sorts of things is that I start off by being like, "Oh, that's Wizzy," and then I'm just like, "Is this okay?" Like is this? This, is this seems like a... be, is this is this a sort of behaviour that should be that I should be like shutting these people for? This seems bad. I mm. know. Like I, I I you know are you allowed? Not are you allowed to do this, but like you know is this? I can is it, because it's one of those where it's like if I can. Oh, I've been having this a lot recently where it's like someone will mention something in conversation and turn to me and be like, oh, that sort of seems like the sort of thing you'd be interested in, Adam. And I'm like, I have so many years of context for this mm. cannot imagine like someone in the office the other this day is like that, this is like that this is like that thing where they turn to yeah. you <laughs> they turn to me to be like oh do you know what it is and I'm just like I cannot convey to you the extent the, no, I think this is like that thing there's a phenomenon where you know if you ever like talk to someone in any kind of subculture or fandom or group or anything right yeah. like this can be as as narrow as like people that were really into a specific like video game like japanese video game or it can be like as broad as like all scottish people but like you say like oh you know so and so and then to them yeah they know so and so oh the guy that did the translation of that version of that japanese game yeah we all know him you know yeah because because it's like and it's like if you're the person that just knows the outsider knowledge of the thing you're like, yeah, I know that guy. He's Scottish. What do you think of him as a Scottish person? Yeah. But like, like it's, it's, it's when you, you realise that there's a group that you didn't know existed or you didn't know had a bit of received wisdom or understanding of something. Yeah. Or even just like knowledge of things, right? It's like you, you, you discover this thing and it's like, oh, I don't know, man. I've been fucking like whenever I've been people, discovering yeah, this every people, day yeah, ever yeah, since I first yeah, discovered when, it. Whenever people fucking like <laughs> discover the rationalists to me, and I'm just like, yeah, no. Mm. And like sometimes I'll just be like, yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, right. Like, oh, that's very yeah, yeah, yeah. He donated his kidney. Yeah, yeah. And I start, I start doing like a fucking Stuart Lee, just like mumbling thing. Where I'm just like, oh, yeah. And I do that for long enough. You're walking kidney. around the audience. Yeah. Leaving yeah. the venue, yeah. coming back in. Yeah. <laughs> because <coughs> it's just really like, oh, it 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 can, it can be, and it is it's not. And this isn't to say that like you know I'm like I'm it, I'm cursed. It's me. I'm the one who's cursed with the knowledge of the. Th- it's it's the the bad mm-hmm. sort of knowledge where it's like knowledge that give, that creates a sort of level of inertia and paralysis because it, the, 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 these things stop being subjects where it's like you become like, pre-literate yeah, or whatever exactly. the term is yeah. it, 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 I, lose a sort of I remember yeah. what the actual original yeah. instigating yeah, yeah. Uh, thing for the living 15 minutes in the future was which was I, I, I sort of back solved it and then I remember what yeah. it was which was this uh, page which I think I've here we go I've still got it on here right <laughs> this is a 
You can tell this is a good website yeah. by the fact that it isn't loading. Oh, it doesn't have HTTPS. Nice. So this this is the page, right? Yeah. So it's basically somebody in. Uh, I mean, hang on, here we go. What's the name's the person? Hugo Altman, maybe. Like based on the tilde thing. Okay. Um, this is a page from 2000, uh, 1998, nice. originally, May 1998, or, or, or before. Mm. Yeah. Basically, it's his log of how he... It's called the MP3-mobile, mm. and it's basically his um, setup to have an MP3 player in his car in 1998. Nice. Which required t- having a PC yeah. in the car yeah, yeah, yeah. because you couldn't decode an MP3 really properly and without some kind of PC hardware. And so he you basically... Spinning well. well, yeah, yeah. I, yeah exactly. Yeah, to get enough on it, yeah. essentially. Yeah, I mean, what else would you use? Like, flash storage was like one megabyte, yeah. like a PS1. Well, this is the thing. PS1 memory cards weren't even one megabyte. They're one megabit. <laughs> so it was an eighth yeah. of... Yeah, which I didn't even find that out until like a year ago. So... Uh, yeah, I wanted to upgrade my car stereo, my Mazda MX-5. Yeah. Mazda um, MX-5 is a very... A very 90s car. car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just sort of like, I guess, like, like lead X, lead tech person kind of car to have. Yeah. And it's like the price of a new uh, CD player in the car is expensive and you can only really take 10 CDs with you. You know, um, is that... Mike, what is it? Blah, 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 blah. I've been using a Sony TCD D3 DAT Walkman, which is digital audio tape. Nice. So if you know, that was that was mainly used for like audio mastering kind of thing. Oh, so, so if it's you, it's a literal tape. Yeah, it's it's tape, but it uses it's really weird format. It's got like a spinning head, like it's a VCR. Yeah. So DAT. So audio settings. Yeah. So yeah, basically, it was like if you were like fucking doing Backstreet Boys mm-hmm. in the nineties, and then you got the master tape that was the final not not the like recorded multi-track which had been ADAT or hard disk or something Pro Tools but if you actually got the final tape that was delivered to be put onto CD that would be a two yeah. you know a, a stereo ADAT machine um, yeah so basically he's just talking about that and he's like you know, I've I've built an MP3 player I've rigged a I think it's some kind of like PC 104 type um, here we go I found the uh, the biscuit PC. This board puts the entire Pentium One PC, including including the SIM sockets, blah blah blah, ten based t-, uh, t Ethernet, sixteen bit audio, floppy drive, serial parallel PCI slot, and so on. In the footprint of a five point two five inch disk drive. So it's basically just like a little. I don't know if it's PC one hundred four. It's one of these little like sort of single board like embedded PC type thing. Um, and then he's wired it up to a like VFD vacuum fluorescent display and a bunch of buttons on it mm. and that go on the in the uh, and this this sort of thing right i think it was like within a year this was already a product mm. um i think if you read the updates he's actually talking about the fact that he's trying to like productize it it's been on tv here we go yes the mp3 this is, these are the updates nice. at the bottom the mp3 mobile is going to be on tv yesterday dave green <laughs> from the 404 not found program on dot tv sky's new computer channel yeah, came around and filmed me the car and the mp3 mobile hopefully it should uh, be on in a couple of weeks I'll give more info when I have it. 404 Not Found is shown on Tuesday night at 7pm UK. I like how there you go. Old, old, old. Oh, tuning information, Astra 1D satellite, 10.847 gigahertz, vertical polarisation. Mm-hmm. So it's on, there you go, that's just sky. Thing. I like how all fucking uh, like tech programming around that time had to have a show called 404. 404. There's like a that. fucking magazine site called that now, right? Is there? Hang on. Um, I remember there was a, there was a if I type in 404. Um, 
I don't think they they have very good SEO. <laughs> like, are they? Do they do news? Is it, would you call it four hundred four media? Oh, it's the yeah. one that all the people who got fired from yeah, Vice yeah, or yeah. Did. Yes, no, I do remember. And it. Yeah, everyone's yeah. always complaining about so uh, five, you. You, you click on it, you click on it, and then you think, oh, the page isn't there. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you get linked to some article, yeah. and you're like, oh, it doesn't work. That's, that's a, a, a good. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not getting the article yeah. here. Can you send it again? Yeah. <laughs> I think you made a mistake on the URL. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I just thought it was kind of like that this person, right, was... I think um, you can probably look up this... Hang on. Uh, Marketeer? I assume that that's the name. Anyway, I'll have to look. Yeah. I, there was someone that was saying that they like worked with this person and they ended up working for in the noughties, went and did some. I think I think they might have like worked on the original iPod mm. and maybe the iPhone. I think they worked for Apple oh, in the end. Cool. But this is like what they were doing like twenty five years ago, yeah. which I think is kind of. But this is the thing I'm saying, like living fifteen minutes in the future, right? Rigging up some fucking like really yeah. a baroque like Linux setup I mean, where you yeah, can run an entire yeah. Linux just through like pressing some like tacked switches that are connected to the parallel port, and then there's a you've written your own driver to like decode what <laughs> you're pressing, and then you're displaying it on it. There's already a driver for the VFD, I think. But then basically just like building a whole embedded PC thing just so you can listen to MP3s in your car, right? Yeah. And you would even if you were smart enough to know all of that. You would know that this is going to be a product in six months' time yeah. because it's an obvious product. Mm-hmm. Whether it was playing MP- CDs of MP3s, yeah. which is a, which was a cool thing at the time, um, you could fit way more tracks on a CD than just with normal CD audio. Uh, or it was just the idea that, like, well, someone is eventually going to make a personal jukebox, which is a a thing. But maybe that wasn't a foregone conclusion. But, like, the you, fact that this yeah. guy worked on the original iPod, yeah. I seem to remember. Maybe I'm wrong. I think the thing is, even if it was a foregone conclusion, it's like, how long is that going to be? You know, because yeah. like these days, it seems weird. Just because like three years yeah, or something for the iPod. Ev- everything has kind of become sort of infinite almost. Because yeah. Like, as long as you've got a mobile signal, you can get whatever. And like, you know, that phone's fucking, what, 128 gigs or something like yeah. that. And it's like, you know, you, you can just get like... Sort There's no, yeah, the, it, the, the limitation yeah. isn't the tech yeah, at this it's stage. Not, it's not the thing anymore. And, like, you can, the, the problem has gone from being, like, how do you do this thing to which of the seven fucking services that do this thing do I pick? Yeah, I yeah. I think I a video chat the other day. It was, like, I remember when, like, it was wild to me when, I, when like, I, we were in uni or whatever, that, like, oh, yeah, you can use fucking Google, uh, is it Hangouts at that point? So yeah. Like, all this sort of stuff. And then it's, like, you know, and then after a while, it just basically became a sort of really like solved problem. Effectively, you're just like, okay, well, do, is it a Zoom or a Teams or a Hangout or what? You know, like which of the seven different solutions to this do I use? FaceTime. Um, the only, yeah, the only, the only, the, interesting. The the, the five, fifteen minutes in the future thing I was I was thinking about this morning was like, I've not done it yet, but I'm going to. Is that there's a um, transcription service called Fireflies. Mm. Um, that you can use to like basically just like you, it pops another person in the it pops a, like a fake person in your you know your video calls or whatever mm. and then like a, you know AI voice detects it. yeah I've heard I, I was hearing about this for like this is one of those things where you hear about it a lot and there's like five different companies and then you hear about it again like a year later and there's like uh, one yeah, say, you, you, <laughs> you know like remember Meerkat yeah. Periscope yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then eventually it was just like nothing yeah <laughs> turned out like, that wasn't a thing yeah but like you know, or you can just do it on whatever you know thing it gets built into the thing itself mm. but like with this it was like it's I've, I've got that and then i've got a thing where it's like set up an automation so that when the call's finished it gets assigned to a it gets sent to a page in the 
sort of notion or whatever that we've got set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that sort of thing. So that's like a nice little sort of automated thing. And then if there's any action items, they get like pulled out and added to the to-do list and stuff like that. Like that's what I, you know, that's the sort of thing where it's like once I've got that sorted, then I'll have a little bit of that feeling because that'll be a sort of nice thing that, that, that makes my life a little bit easier and means that I don't have to sort of like worry as much about various bits and bobs. But at the same time, and part of me is like, I do like taking notes though because like I, it means that I get to sort of control what the what the mm-hmm. you know, I, I write things that are significant to my understanding then again as we regularly discover when we do cards that are like more than a week or two old it's like actually I i've got no idea what the context for this was well, like, I, I i was i remember that i i i was i wrote a to-do list i don't know whether it's in here or not but i definitely wrote myself a to-do that was like do the thing with the thing or something something that was literally that vague i often like, find when i'm right when i'm writing the thing yeah. i just freeze and i don't know how to turn it into a word mm. because i think when i'm thinking enough about a thing i can't like turn that thing into yeah. words i have yeah. to almost have a distance from it and so i'll be like right there's definitely a thing i need to do but how do i write this like i need to and then you realize you actually have to write several like paragraphs yeah. to explain what it is and then you just like right do the thing with the thing I'll tell you what, one of the actually quite nice um AI things that I've seen. I don't know how good it is, so I've not really tried it, but it's hmm. this thing called Goblin Tools. Hmm. The idea is basically that like you put in a task and it breaks it down, it like will, you know, sort of pass the text of the thing and then break it down into like subtasks to make it like easier for you. Right, so right. The idea is like if you're if you've got a big thing to do and you're like you ask it, you say, you know, how That's actually it? really good. Yeah. Because that's, that's what they yeah. you know, you do computer science at, at university and like one oh one of everything is like yeah. It's all about breaking problems down. If you can do that, you can be a computer scientist, yeah. you know, or you can be a goblin or whatever. Yeah. But the idea is that you're you're the goblin, and then that the, the the software is like teaching yes. you how to be yeah, a human. Yeah. I I it, it, I think it's specifically for like people with ADHD or whatever. And it's like I I part of me like kicks back against it because I just like I don't know. I don't. The thing that I don't like about this stuff is where it like takes away. I do. I, I the thing I, is, I, I do that myself though. If I have a task and I'm just not doing it, yeah, I like just cleave it in two yeah and then if that doesn't work I yeah, and then it's four and then yeah. eight like there's if there's just be something that i because it normally what happens is i'll just be like right there's a thing i need to do but it's like slightly too many subtasks and i can't quite get it all straight in my head and for some reason there's like a weird blocker on one of them and i don't know i can't really think straight about which thing i should do first yeah. and once i just start like saying right the first thing i'm going to do is i'm just going to do this specific thing of it mm-hmm. whether it's going to work or not i don't know yeah. whether this is actually going to be the right approach but then just do you know because yeah, yeah. it, it's like an explore exploit yeah, problem yeah. where you haven't explored enough if you've if your task is like written down you think right i've understood the task and i've written it down but a lot of the time you haven't actually understood what it is and yeah. so you're still trying to like work out how to do it and so you yeah, can't yeah. do it right it's, it's the, the 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 thing of just like why can i look at this mc escher painting but can't like actually make a staircase that folds <laughs> Because like it's it's actually turns out made a a dependency loop. Yeah, it's it's easier to write to say do this thing than it is to actually do the thing or work out what is entailed in doing the thing. Mm. Um, Pride, pride, satisfaction, irritation. This is you know this is actually a really good segue, and it's not really the same thing, but it's the same sort of thing. This is a really old card, but I I liked it because it was about writing to do lists. This is a great segue, right? This is from. Pal on Masto, Dan fixes coin ops. Nice. Um, who is someone who fixes coin operated, uh, you know, gaming machines, pinball machines, arcade machines, and so on. And they, I think, I don't know if it was a job or whatever, but they had a role where they were at one of the very large, um, working at, I, I think, maybe one of the largest, or a very large pinball arcade in the US that has like lots and lots of pinball yeah. machines. They're like a pinball machine specialist. And 
he was he basically had this like thing where he in terms of his maintenance schedule and his kind of way of like looking at dealing with this because it's like this is the thing if you've got one pinball machine one arcade machine and you're a guy and you've got a pinball machine in your basement and you maintain the pinball machine maybe you have two pinball machines maybe you have three pinball machines that's like one thing but if you're in charge of like maintaining pinball machines in like a giant warehouse of pinball machines then you have to have a completely different approach that is very like like surprisingly yeah exactly exactly surprisingly light on on like uh the nostalgia and the sentiment yeah. of uh, the sentimentality of it and so I, he was just talking about how he had one of those apps on his phone mm. where it would allow you to basically just make notes of a thing and then you had like a push button where you could just configure you could just put everything into four categories right so it's basically just like he'd walk through write the name of the arcade i'll just find the, the two or something write the name of the of the the pinball machine and then he'd have four categories of thing which were uh <laughs> Pride, satisfaction, irritation, and shame. In terms of the current state of the pinball machine, yeah. how was he feeling? How was he? What was, what was your gut oh, reaction? Like Looking like at the yeah, pinball yeah, machine, yeah. like, is it in a state where, like, it's playable? Is it in a state where it, like, looks really good? Is it in a state where it just, it, this is just really appalling, right? And the idea of, like, trying to narrow down all of your opinions about something in, in, in a really, really quick way so you can just get through it, bam, 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 bam. Pride, you know. And, and, and the thing of that is, like, the crucial thing he was saying is there's no middle one. Yeah. You always have to have an even number yeah, of yeah. categories because otherwise people would just pick, I'm not sure. Yeah. At least you have to pick, like, you know. This is, this is a really good, because this is, like, almost like a bit like, the, like the, if, you, if you have a job that requires, like, maintenance of stuff, mm right like this is like a really good eisenhower matrix for you because you can basically mm. disregard pride and satisfaction and it's a triage yeah, thing exactly. right yeah, yeah. Uh, but like you know you can sort of see that there's a there's sort of like a a slippage quadrage yeah and you can and it, it, it's it's a really good like array because then you know exactly and and, and it's it, your your gut is probably quite a good indicator there yeah because like it does actually feed into the thing where it's like it is actually pulling up a little bit at the sort of like I'm a pinball machine the, yeah. guy who loves pinball machines yeah it's like the idea the idea is yeah. to use that emotional yeah. is, is to not take it into a kind of like I just need to assess this thing on its yeah. on its objective merits or I need to have a series of things this is this goes back to the bureaucracy thing about the whole you know DWP shit really it's like the categories being uh, based on certain phrases being used or like I have to inspect the paintwork on the pinball machine and if there's more than X number yeah. of of like yeah, square yeah. centimeters of peeling paintwork and then it needs maintenance or something like that's the wrong way of doing it emotional because emotional criteria yeah, yeah the emotional um emotional triage maybe but it, i don't like the idea of triage because there's a middle one <laughs> but i guess it's triage in the sense that yeah quadrage i don't know if that's a term but like i i, I think that's a really good because i think a lot of the time when you're coming up with like routines for stuff a lot of it does boil down to like you know just sort of is x in a state for y yeah and like you might not have a good like you might not be able to say something in such a way that, and this is obviously the thing where it's like this is good for this guy because this guy is well, like, it's good for anyone you know, that can trust yeah. their emotional yeah, yeah, gut yeah, reaction yeah, yeah, to yeah, something yeah. right yeah because like if, if you're this guy in this situation then you are someone who has a a you know bone deep understanding of pinball machines yeah you know Whereas if you're someone who's like, you know, it, it's, a, it's an effective tool for, it's an effective like strategy for masters 
Because if you're already mastered something, mm. then you've internalized all this stuff. You just need to yeah. scale it. Exactly. This is yeah. how you scale your yeah. your, your thing, you your perception. There was, a, there was a really fun thing I read the, uh, a while ago, and um, it's something that I thought you would like, and I can't remember if I mm. sent it to you or not, but it was a guy saying, like, we've been saying we need to scale stuff so fucking much, we've forgotten what, like, <laughs> it is to make something that doesn't scale. Yeah. Like, a lot of stuff, a lot of the best things don't actually scale very much. This is, I so, always like, talk about yeah. this in the context of video games, yeah. right? How, like, there used to be a lot of hand crafted things because that was the way to do it yeah. but once everyone realized that you can code things to do that it became a kind of like oh well we won't trust our artists or our designers to just design a lot of it designed 20 good levels it's like what if we just make an algorithm that makes a million good levels yeah. and then we won't have to design levels anymore yeah. and it's a bit like you know yeah. it's like the classic thing was like the uh, wind waker right everyone's like how does the shading how, what's the shader algorithm on wind waker how do, how do they pick the colors and the answer is like well there's like 16 colors for, for like day dawn night and dusk and then it just like uses those colors for like the various things and then it swaps them within the textures yeah. and so they just found colors that looked good as like yeah. the the lights that glow in the houses when it's dark yeah. and artistically and presumably that was just like they do, they got the concept art yeah. and the artists had done that and then they did an eyedropper tool and they were yeah, like right we're just going to put those hex hex that. values in yeah. the code it and then that, that you can make that and now and now that's why yeah. the game looks good because they yeah. they found the right things that looked good and there was like there was 30 or like 60 of them and then they just found out what those 60 things were and designed them you know yeah, <sighs> yeah. it is it is a like sometimes that's the thing it's like the opposite of the Escher thing yeah like sometimes you can just take the picture and say i'm just going to do this and then yeah. do it and it looks sick yeah you're like well that's the thing you know it conveys a, an idea Making movies about movies and video games about video this games. Is, this has been so, such a good segue. I must have just ordered these cards in yeah. an impeccable well, fashion. Well I don't know. I think I even ordered them. I think that was just the, the order they ended up in. Um, yeah, th this is yet another uh, complaining about video games, but also complaining about all media, right? We love to talk about this, right? I'm pretty sure we've talked about this exact topic before anyway. But the reason there's a sailboat on there is I remembered this, right? Um, it used to be... And I think it maybe still is, but I worry about the future. I worry about what I see, which is that when you see people who are young and are starting out on a profession that's creative or even not creative, really, but just, you know, any kind of thing. Like, let's say you're the, you're the archetypal 19-year-old that's starting a YouTube channel about a devlog of an indie game that you're making, right? Yeah. And you think this is a very specific description, but actually there's 100,000 people that fit this description, right? The worry I have with this person that's that's starting out like this is that be because I was almost this person. I'm a little bit too old. I think if I would if I was like ten mm. when no if I was five when YouTube came out, I think I would have become this person. Sure. And the fact that I was like what thirteen or something when YouTube came out or something like that depends when in the year you you know we would have been 12 12 2005 right yeah something like that yeah. but like the fact that i was like over the age of 10 right meant that i didn't quite get i, I saw enough of the world before this became yeah. what the world was you see people that are making things they're like oh the filmmaker youtube or video game maker youtube or or like musician youtube or yeah. something and I feel like their main perception of what they do is through other people yeah. that do the same yeah. thing. And I think my worry is that if you look at the really great things that have ever been made, yeah. they're always made from taking the perception of something entirely different 
to a thing and bringing it to a different way of bringing a whole load of disparate things that aren't really that thing at all into a sense of inspiration and enthusiasm that then makes you do something that you wouldn't have already done because it isn't something that's ever been done before in that medium right the idea of like new colors and paints becoming available and that inspiring people to do something new or the idea of there being a uh the, the archetypal thing of some guy that's really into sailing making a movie where it's like that you only would really have made that movie if you were that guy or like you know this is whenever you like they do the the classic all the interviews with with everyone at nintendo with miyamoto with all those people right they always saying oh yeah i was i was like playing with conkers and yeah, then i, I did you know thing. yeah i was doing this thing in the real world that didn't have any relation to this yeah thing. and then that made me yeah. realize that that is a thing which <laughs> which can be now re-encoded yeah. and 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 almost you can bring more life to the thing by putting it into a different medium right and i do think that's is the same with movies and tv as well is yeah. that too many of the people making writing and producing movies and tv yeah. are just watching movies and tv and trying to get inspiration for the thing by other films they've seen every time i look at advice from people i don't know i think a lot about this in terms of like especially like fucking bullshit nerd media Hmm. where like people who talk about like the the few people who are like write comics or whatever who are like good at writing like i mean like mainstream not like art comics but like you know marvel dc stuff yeah you know some people are like very good at writing comics or whatever um what they'll if you talk to these people like the ones who are who are like the ones where everybody's like oh damn they're really good they don't just write like normal pat or whatever what's their secret and they always say yeah i'm a fan of other things (laughs) read read things that aren't comics yeah watch things that aren't just fucking the same you know uh whatever the the the, the things that you and Again, because this is the thing you, you know, see these interviews yeah, with people, interests. right? Like, yeah. And they're always and yeah. the classic interview with someone that's really successful in their yeah. field is, well, I never really even meant to get into doing yeah, yeah, that. Exactly, it, it's, it's such a cliche. Like, but I, I had a, I had a, a weird sort of like, like I was reading something the other day by someone, some. I've been catching up with comics, which is rather on the mind. But I was hmm. catching up on something by someone. And I was like, "This guy's really good." What was? Oh, he was like. I mean, he's not entirely orthodox, but like he was a. It was like a, a proper novelist before yeah. he went into being a comics guy, and now he writes fucking Wolverine. <laughs> but like you know, it's like well, that, is, that, that's exactly something yeah. that you take from that into the into the other thing, right? Some idea of like different ways to approach stuff, like different things that might be significant or thematic or whatever. Or just like, tropes that yeah, are like actually yeah. really like old and boring, yeah. but then you take them to a new thing and it's like, well, that's that yeah. hasn't been yeah. done. So that isn't old, exactly. right? Like, I mean, if you literally, I think if, if just like one of the like bad comic writer guys like read fucking, I don't know, The Odyssey or something like that. And then mm. we just like, I'm going to do The Odyssey, but it's like... That would make a really good... There's got to be a a graphic novel. This is so sick. You know, not just like doing what Matt Fraction did and doing like, it's The Odyssey, but in space and it's called ODY-C. Fuck off. Um, there was already a famous yeah. space odyssey exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, and indeed not just that but, uh, Ulysses 31 as well mm. right? like you know you could you've done, people, that, it's not a new idea although the Christian Ward art did look very nice yeah um but because like, yeah. the thing is it's not even about adapting something it's yeah. it's all it's, it's more about like oh right like the reason that all the people in my comic like uh, uh, t- have these terms attached yeah. to them is a Homeric yeah. epithet or something yeah. well, just little things like that which yeah, you yeah, wouldn't be exposed yeah, to otherwise to do, right yeah you don't need to do like a one to one thing but just like having something where it's like you read this thing and you can't not go come away from it being like this has you know this 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 thing that they did was weird or this it had this sort of mm. like you know this this flavour to it that I like and I'd like to bring into my, my stuff or like 
I'd I'd like to sort of you know do something like this or make something like this or whatever or like I mean I don't know or like even even a, a, a more sort of like basic level you know comics are sort of a bit, you know they're, they're they're quite like specific and, and narrow as a thing mm. like you know even just like I, I or, or like I think about like the people I know in you in school who were just like I want to write books and they were always just like I want to write fantasy books which is to say I want to like do that thing that I read but do that but they I want to do read, that yeah they only yeah. ever read those things and they were yeah. Only, yeah they're also only ever able to do bad pastiches of those things like, yeah it's it's basically impossible to do that shit unless unless you're able to like acts i mean you could obviously like you could just grind out shitty versions of that stuff hmm. but like why would you want to do i mean maybe maybe that's your highest aspiration or whatever like you know i don't like yeah i i'm definitely like it seems it seems like a kind of less yeah, every, but it's kind of like a less magical thing if you're doing it like that yeah. the idea of that that by integrating two things you can yeah. just get some magical new third thing yeah. it's just very exciting right and the idea that you wouldn't want to expose yourself to the, yeah. but, but I, I do also think the other thing is like the the idea that like by you know like the, as i say the cliche of like oh i didn't even mean to get my, my mic has been off axis this whole time i'm so sorry yeah. for the slightly reduced um, highs it's because these this desk is slightly bowing down and you can see that yeah. it's it's because i knocked one of these um anyway now it's like it, it's those ikea desks it's made out of like that kind of um you know it's like the inside of a wasp's nest yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a kind of hexagonal yeah. um grid thing anyway yeah like the the yeah, the idea that, like, you didn't mean to get into comics. Yeah. You actually meant to do this, but that your life's, you know, you get this is a, such a classic thing. You, some person will be like, yeah, I, you know, I was when I was growing up, I just really dreamt about making this. And I could never really do that because by the time I was doing it, it was never really the thing I could do. But I ended up making, you know, opera, but as a comic or something yeah. or, you know, and it, and it's like. Really, they just want to be directing opera, but they had to settle for being a comic artist or something. And it's like, well, you're like the best comic artist. Like, how come you're saying you just want to do opera? It's like, well, that was my passion. Yeah. And it, but I feel like there's almost something about it not it being orthogonal to your passion that allows you to be more creative, right? Not in the sense that you're more inspired, you can do more interesting things. That's obviously a thing. But also in the fact that it's like the emotional connection is a bit more businesslike, right? You can, you know, as they say, like kill your babies, right? If you if you don't really even care that much about like comic writing and you're writing a comic you can just be absolutely savage yeah, with yourself yeah, yeah. because you don't even like it you're just like yeah. i just have to make a good thing that you're, i think's you're decent not, you're not someone you know like, you're beholden you to standards have, that aren't well, quite you know it's, it's the same problem that like any sort of i think nerd, nerd the reason I, I refer back to nerd media for this stuff is because it's all this is a bit too extra things. about everything well, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> but, but also because it's like it's so subject to this because yeah. everybody who well, after a while Unless it's like a book series that's written by one person or whatever it happens to be, it's always going to, like, you know, these things are owned by corporations, and mm. they, so they inevitably want to carry them, go, keep them going. Mm. After, you know, including the, B, the British Broadcasting Corporation and things like Doctor Who, right? Mm. You know, Doctor Who now is basically created by people who were fans of it when it was on in the old days and so have lots of ideas but like like they, they are trying to we are, are going to yeah. hit the event horizon very soon where people it's people who, who were fans of it when the people who yeah. were fans yeah. of it took over yeah which is like i mean you know like goodness knows i don't know how what the youngest writer they've had on recently is but that that, that we might very well have reached that we might have reached we've three yeah, of we, it because uh what's <laughs> the, the new lad they've got um playing the doctor yeah he's like i think a year older than us so like he's someone. This who is watched, that thing where police like, officers start getting yeah, exactly. start getting younger. Like, 
very funny. I, I think it was last year or whatever. When, whenever it was, I did the ten k, and they had a bunch of like fucking police cadets doing like helping with the thing, and I, I did see, and I was just like, just looking younger and younger. <laughs> I feel like I feel like really old. They just look younger it's, every day. It's terrible. Um, but like the the problem that you have with nerd media is because nerds are the kind of people they are. They get very. Oh like, no! What about when your GP's fucking, younger like, than you? That's not going to happen for a while. Don't want to think about that. But that will happen like, at some might, point. Well, the thing is, right? Well, you know, or pilots we, are another we one. Are, well, but we're basically at that point, right? Where we're thirty, and it's like I know. You know the health system has started spitting it. Although obviously it probably won't happen for a little while because they're really not getting up to replace. This this was the you know I, we were um, talking a long while ago. It must have been a year ago or so, six months or a year ago about that that air crash investigation type mm. YouTube channel I was watching yeah. and one of the horrifying things about the air crashes that I didn't mention is that yeah. so often they'll be like yeah the the the, the um the you know the yeah. the captain yeah. the main pilot yeah. 31 30 years old <laughs> oh the uh, the uh, the old. first officer was 24 <laughs> the captain was 30 yeah and like that was the year when yeah. I turned 30 this year right yeah. and I, I don't know that was horrifying to me yeah, I don't. I wouldn't trust myself. But then again, no. I mean, yeah, these are people who've spent a lot of time. Yeah, professionals. I mean, but no, but not, then the whole point. They get fucked. But, yeah. but this is the whole, the whole exactly. This is yeah. the whole fucking thing, though. Is it's like I could have spent the whole pilot career and in yeah. being into being a fifteen thousand hour pilot. Yeah, and I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I that would have not left me with many other hours to do other yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the whole point. That's yeah. what's horrifying, right? It's, the it's, hours are finite. Pilot's so weird. My mum had a friend who's. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind yeah, of it's obviously it's unfair because it's the epitome like, yeah. of that like devoting yeah. your life yeah. to a thing. Like, literally, you know? it was like I remember going to that house once and it was like you know their computer setup had like a fucking you know full like thing. You have I to. Just, be, yeah, I wish I could be like that sort of. Um, oh, I, 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 the only word we really have is like monomaniac, yeah. which isn't which is maybe yeah. offensive, but well, like, like <laughs> but yeah, like yeah. If if I if I ever if I was just into yeah. one thing yeah. to that degree, I'd be probably I'd really be on it. Yeah. I'd I'd definitely be the best person in the world or whatever yeah. that thing exactly. was. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. only reason I'm not the best in the world at something is that I'm into too many things. Yeah. I, I like to convince myself <laughs> of that. Yeah, sorry, I've got, I've got, I've got something very quickly. Mm. Um, I can't remember whether I did this before, but um, uh, Doctor Who was better when it was written by a gay man rather than people trying to do a bad <laughs> impression of Neil Gaiman. That's very good. Right. That's really, really good. Yeah. I've been trying to. That is a, that's a really indirect way of doing like a pun that I've been trying to workshop yeah. for about <laughs> fifteen years. It's funny that they're bringing back the Celestial Toymaker because for the last. 15 years or whatever, Doctor Who has very much been the Celestial Soy Maker, thanks. That's, that's quite a good um, one. I really, I I, 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 I'm, I'm, I was so irritated when my brother told me they were bringing back the Celestial Soy Maker. Like, you don't need to just do old stuff. This, this is it's the same thing, right? I because thought that like, was just a joke. Yeah. I didn't think it was really it's, happening. It's, it's real, apparently. I mean, About the meddling gonna, monk. Yeah, they're, <laughs> imagine. They're probably not going to do some of the other stuff that they did in the episode of the Celestial Soy Maker. Let's, let's uh, leave it at that. Um, Are they going to do an AI Roger Delgado? Oh gosh. Yeah, but to, to be fair, they is just, Anthony Ainley still alive? I'm sure. Um, old people ain't what they used to be. Right. I don't. I don't remember what this was. Uh, uh, well, I, I, when I, I think to be like this is another impeccable translation. No, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean Roger Delgado'd be pretty old now. Yeah. I reckon, <laughs> like a hundred or something. I think. Um, yeah. See, I, I, my, so old people, right? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just trying to ad lib this. Yeah. Um, I think I wrote this down thinking about. Ad lib has been dead for nearly twenty years. Jeez. <laughs> Fucking hell. That ain't right. He's the younger one. Mm. Anyway, um, 
old people, right? When I when I think about old people a lot, or I, or I see I'll see something where it'll be like a, a bit of media from thirty years ago, mm. and it has old people in it. Yeah. Fiction or non-fiction? Yeah. Non-fiction is, I think, more more pertinent because you'll just see just the actual just what people were yeah. like, right? And there's like this. There's this kind of effect that I get where I where I see old people and I'm like, hang on, old people used to be like that and they're still kind of like that, but only in the sense that all old people are like that. But the actual experiences and things of old people are actually like these are old people that were like comfortable in the in the sixties, not yeah, in the forties. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, in my yeah. brain I'm thinking, Oh, these are the old people from the forties. We were basically shaped by um, the media of the, the 90s yeah, exactly, where old yeah. people where were like from old people all lived through the war or fought yeah. the war or whatever right if Obviously, you were like the other day which is like it's very obvious yeah, yeah, yeah like how for us when we were kids where a lot of our like sort of vibes around stuff got settled yeah old people and also all the have... fucking reruns right yeah, obviously, that didn't yeah. help <laughs> but like, we, we, that that was a that would have been you know if you take like like 2000 or whatever like, yeah s- 65 years back you know you're at the end of the at the end of the no, that's wrong. 50, 55 years back. Yeah. The beginning. And that's like 55. This plus, is the thing. Like it's less time than yeah, you yeah, think. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like enough to have like a significant number of people who were alive for it, or at least, you know, hmm. like or fought, fought in it, or at least were alive for it. Like the oldest of my grandparents was by um, one of my, my late grandfather, the, 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 the early late grandfather, who was like, I think he was 80 and he died in like 2006 or seven or something like that. But he hmm. was like, a he was a he was a child during the blitz in London. like he could remember like yeah 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 over bomb craters on his way to school and shit like that you know yeah like my other granddad was like evacuated to the countryside from edinburgh like they you know they didn't they didn't fight but they had that experience but like now what you have instead is a generation of people who have basically like kind of convinced themselves that they did fight in world war Two, even though they didn't yeah <laughs> yeah stolen valor right yeah yeah that's like yeah it's kind of like that but it, I guess it's boomers. We don't really have the same thing here. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's that kind of thing of like having seen Great Escape every Boxing Day yeah. makes you eventually you think that you yeah. are Steve yeah. McQueen. Yeah. <laughs> like, like there's obviously some kind of like thing where you can. I think also here's something that I only really realised was like there was a massive boom of of like World War Two documentaries in the nineties mm. and. It might just be that we grew up then. I just thought World War Two documentaries were a thing, but there haven't actually been that many. But all that there was on TV, seemingly, was World War Two documentaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's maybe transitioned now to the more like Nazis moon moon based. Yeah, yeah, like the, the like Nazis. History, history Nazis were building a ziggurat to communicate with the Martians, yeah. kind of stuff. But like not you know like like the Nazi atom bomb, mm. which they didn't make mm. at all. They didn't make one. Yeah. Um, but like that, the whole idea of like the yeah, the, that that kind of um, specific thing was more like a kind of revival that happened at that moment, and I don't know why it happened at that moment. But like, we, like when we were in history class at school, they'd put on like the Nazis a warning from history. That was a nineties documentary, like, in, right? In, in, on a perpetual loop, it was showing probably right now on yesterday. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. There's, there's a channel which it's is a just very that. Good documentary, but like R- yeah. World at War, right? The the one with Olivier, yeah. right? Baron Olivier. Yeah, <laughs> the the the, the, um, the that was like early 70s mm. and that's kind of weird because there weren't really that many things like yeah. that at the time everyone was like whoa this yeah. is a bit weird like this isn't really history this was only like 30 years yeah, ago yeah, yeah, right yeah. 
But like, I think, and the thing with that is like, when yeah, you you sort of hit the point where it started to feel like long ago enough that you could start doing like. Mm. That, but also, I guess maybe that was the point at which certain stuff around TV documentary making started to become codified and like you know that sort of like the style that you think of as like yeah. BBC TV documentary, which is the sort of thing that you grew up with, became a thing, which is just like you know sort of the archive footage talking head like yeah 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 maybe someone wandering around the you know battlefield former battlefield yeah because in the 80s really uh, there weren't really it wasn't quite like that i think documentaries were a lot more maybe varied i don't know well i mean because when i think about like the sort of obviously the trouble is like you only really know about the stuff that was like good or popular yeah yeah so you've got like you could be like you know uh you know civilization or the ascent of man or you know a bit later connect because there used to be a lot like more of like a yeah. presenter walking yeah. about yeah, yeah. or like there used to be a lot more of like um well i mean so, so make a joke about Tinker, yeah. right a point of view like yeah. things where it was like yeah it was exactly. someone he's had they've had an idea to do a thing about this like civilization was the very video much, essay um, the yeah. ultimate video well, essay they were right yeah. like like you know fucking uh the ascent of man was like jacob bronowski wandering around doing all that shit Oh, ways of seeing is yeah, a, ways is, of seeing is, is a really good example. That's of this. a very good like, video you know, essay. Connections is literally just like you know James Burke's like particular yeah. thing that he thought was sick and like it was. I don't. Know, it was, <laughs> I, don't I was rewatching the clip the other day where he does the thing where he's like walking along. Is it the Saturn Five yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. And he, and he, and he does, and he's got his shot and it got this. Yeah, <laughs> it's so sick. It's so good. It's extremely um, good. But like, yeah, you know, th- th- there's or the, or the one where he's like talking about. Um, uh, like quinine and uh, malaria every time we <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> really good stuff. <sighs> Extremely um, good. Yeah, like, like, and then, and then I guess you sort of had the it sort of settled down maybe into being a bit more like clip showy just because that's cheaper to do, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then you know that sort of like if you push that as far as you go, you get Adam Curtis documentaries. Although the early Adam Curtis documentaries did have talking heads in it, that's the thing that I always forget. Is like you watch the, the trap or you know Paranormals or whatever. Maybe not Paranormals by that point, but like the earlier ones. This is hang on. This is the post. I just. Yeah. <laughs> just have... James James Burke's now standing on the deck of his ship, the pristine blue water behind is slightly choppy. The sun is high and the sky is clear, apart from several wispy vertical trails, perfectly spaced on the horizon. And when you combine that particular lawnmower blade with tonic water and the formula was originally devised by the Aztecs, the result he brings around to face he, he turns around to face the ocean behind him, bringing up a piece of rolling glass to his face. He would have so, done that yeah, if yeah, it yeah, not no, for the atmospheric yeah. test ban treaty. It's, um, it's... <laughs> uh, oh, that's so good. Yeah, I, I think there's just something about like again, like. It's that the old people have changed. They're not. They're not yeah. what they once were. Well, it, and it is, I think it is to a degree. Like you're right. It's, like it's all reminding like, people yeah. about like that they were yeah. slash weren't in World War Two. Yeah. It's all about giving them the and, feeling, yeah. letting them know. By the way, factually, you weren't in World War Two, but yeah. here's the feeling that you were. You know. Yeah. And realistically, like because of like you know people, a lot of the stuff that that you know is it, something that we were talking about earlier, right? Was effectively mm. the like. Um, sort of survivorship bias of stuff where you're just like you know this is this causation like round like this or is this causation round like that the other way you know a lot of the stuff that people talk about with old people where they're just like oh they're more right wing they're whatever that's yeah. because the ones who aren't die <laughs> yeah because like yeah. there's a real class element to that stuff and like affluent people uh die a lot less young than yep. non-affluent people and they are the ones who tend to be Tories basically mm. but like with old people as well like the vibe of old people or whatever is shaped by that sort of thing right it's like if you are a certain you know you're the certain sort of people live longer so they create the vibe and the kind of people who live longer tend to be more the kind of people who you mm-hmm. know 
like especially you know at, at, at this point and like they're, they're also more comfortable and it's like I know if you look at pictures of old people from also old people are older yeah, than they yeah, used yeah, to yeah, be exactly. that's they're, the other thing older, but they they got they, they sort of decayed less rapidly than mm. old people used to like if you look at old pictures of people who are just like you know here's a picture of a man from his 50s and fucking looks like a man who's probably in his 80s these days like you know they, they, they used to hit a lot I think it's dehydration Sure. I don't think anyone drinks enough. He's like he's drinking some water. Yeah, no, so, so, nobody. So James Burke no, I. Yeah, water. exactly. Dehydration. Turns <laughs> <laughs> to Cavaria. That's the other thing. I really miss those really close up four three shots where yeah. y- people just used to frame TV differently. Everything's now like a yeah. upper body. It used to be that you'd get a really tight. I think there was. I remember there was a there was a one of the. Um... I can't remember who it was. One of, one of the, there was one of, the, one of those BBC Doctor Who night thingamajigs. Mm. They, they had some guy, one of, one of the guys who played a companion, and he was talking about how William Hartnell sort of said, television's all, it's very small. You've got to do a lot of acting around here. That is such a yeah. good... The thing is, it's yeah. true, right? Yeah. And everyone's forgotten it because it made the TVs too big now, yeah. you know? I mean, there's that um, article on um, I Claudius, right? Mm. That's uh, not article. It's like some YouTube video. I was showing Cat. It's just it's one of those like it's one of those unfortunately one of those those lads that just does uh, like cinematography content, and a lot of it's very much like this is sort of interesting, but this is you know. But it was basically just worth it as a compilation of like the blocking in I Claudius just yeah. being impeccable, yeah, and like because it's a play right all of yeah but because yeah. it's like a tv play yeah. all of the scenes are just kind of like one take and yeah. everyone's like moving everyone everyone's got their marks yeah. right and they're all like moving in and out and like then it will go into the focus but and it was all just done by one guy right the camera guy would basically just was like operating the camera i believe moving the camera around because it was on a, it was like a pedestal yeah. camera at, you know, like wheeling it and doing the focus pulling and doing operating everything else about it. like it's under exposure and everything yeah. like in on in Hollywood you'd have like five people doing yeah. all of that but this is BBC TV centre so they didn't like they just have one guy you know two cameras and the entire thing would just be like they'd have you know uh, Brian Blessed yeah. and you'd see Brian Blessed's face like full screen and then he'd like turn to the side and the camera would move just slightly and then you'd see someone else like perfectly in the in negative space left by the edge of Brian Blesser's face. There'd be just somebody standing there like perfectly like art, yeah. you know, and it, like the whole thing's just like this, like, and I feel like that is something where, um, I don't know, maybe the people that know all about that are dead now. The people that know all about yeah, blocking. Well, I, I think it's, it's a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of maybe like things where it was like... TikTok has brought blocking yeah. back, I'd say, because no one knows how to make vertical videos sure. because it's new. Yeah. It's only really been like, there's only been a point to making vertical videos for a few years. And so I've often been seeing really interesting blocking in TikToks because I guess only really... You have to, also because you're looking at it's a very small screen, right? It's a very small screen. But now it's like this. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> like, uh, you'll often see someone like... Um, you would get like a thing where normally, so on TikTok, right, you can show a person doing a thing really easily from above because you can have them and then in front of them is the thing. But then that fits into a vertical thing because you've got them at the bottom and then yeah. the thing they're doing at the top. Now, normally, if you say you're, make, you're doing some cooking content on YouTube yeah, and it's from above, stuff, you, yeah. you just see the hand and pan. But whereas if you're doing TikTok, because yeah, it's the other way around, person. you see yeah. the person, right? I mean, you see the top of their head, I guess, but... I presume that you can extend this to other things. I haven't seen enough TikToks to really know, but I've interesting blocking on TikTok. So, the, yeah, William Hartnell would be would be pleased with TikTok. I'm sure, you know. <laughs> so it's a filling time. Well, I note down. The yep. <laughs> um, social opinions, practical practical consequence. I can't fucking speak today. This is a big one. I think this. Um, 
I think I might have written this down actually, uh, and then I think the podcast got cancelled, and then like literally the next day. Uh, by, sh- by one of us. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like the internet, yeah, we got. Yeah, got. It's sort of about that. I think Shona was talking about something related to this, where I, where they were saying like, there's a lot of the the time. This is a month ago. This post, I can't remember exactly what it was. So apologies if I'm like you know misparaphrasing them, but it was something about how a, you get this thing where people will they'll say oh yes uh, i i wouldn't do this i wouldn't do that and the reason that they're doing it and the reason that they're trying to get across like what their opinions are or what their actions are is because it will like offend somebody mm. or because there will be some kind of like judgment about it mm. right and they were saying like well this isn't really the point because it isn't really about like this kind of judgment about who thinks what it's about does this actually hurt people yeah. are you doing a thing that's like straightforwardly like hurting someone yeah. by by saying or or like doing a certain action or, or condoning or having a certain viewpoint is this an actual like consequence that you're considering here or are you just framing everything in terms of like a online attention economy level thing and obviously it's, it's really obvious to to kind of you, you can see these points where it where it emerges from the kind of like discourse to, to such an extent that it's really plain to see that that's what's going on. But there's a lot more things that are kind of like this where you'll see someone where it's really clear that what they're doing and what they're saying is entirely down to a kind of uh, social judgment about what it is they're doing. And they only seem to realise that something's wrong when it doesn't comport with what they're meant to be doing. They don't seem to be able to even comprehend that something could be wrong for actual practical reasons and whenever they're confronted or whatever they're uh, whenever this is brought up to them in some kind of like constructive sense of well do you understand what's going on here they they seem to understand but then they rephrase everything back in terms of like the social world that they're talking about like so i, I I'm, I'm trying to frame this in in terms of the the social world of like people have like you see this a lot geopolitics is a really good example because like the, the geopolitics is a kind of anarchic system right there isn't other than than, than america enforcing global hegemony of of uh you know um shipping or whatever there isn't like a world authority there's a there's a a global system which isn't governed by any you know one party even if you have the un or whatever it's all kind of not really do you know what i mean yeah exactly yeah yeah like you have a security council you have whatever but like um a lot of the time you'll get people who are used to dealing who are used to reading about domestic politics and all of its kind of ups and downs and media savvy related kind of think oh this person isn't being very media savvy this isn't good optics right and suddenly they'll hit something which is essentially a global geopolitical issue and those rules don't really work because it's actually about practical consequences and it's actually just about uh some degree of bargaining and negotiation between big powers and whether they can do something and might make something right and whatever well that kind of thing and those people kind of can't deal with that and often will not be able to understand things that are like that right that's a kind of good yeah, example the, right the, the sort of thing where people are just like oh this thing someone's got to yeah, do something about yeah, this it is, this is a bad look for big Vlad, who's yeah 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 you abbreviate that yeah um who, who, who's doing this thing over here and it's just like like you know there are there obviously there is always a degree of presentation in anything hmm. but there is also a degree of like at that level especially you're trying to get you're trying to make something happen yeah and whether or not you make the thing happen or whether or not you're able to achieve certain like further you know second order effects or it's things a, further down the line it's not is the determining factor for you rather than just like yeah some dickhead on the internet things because like a lot of domestic politics kind of is for the sake of dickheads on the internet I'm not thinking because it's like a like, zero-sum yeah, fight about who's going to be governing who yeah, or whatever it's right dickheads who live in swing constituencies right which yeah. is why you get so much fucking bullshit about like you know 
like you know people i don't know it was so fucked i i was reading something this morning about like the rishi sunak um thing where he was just like 52 weeks see what we can do whatever and like some mm. guy was quoting something just like oh yeah we need to throw some red meat to the tory base maybe trans issues or something like that and like behind that you're basically saying it's like we're going to make life worse for people yeah we're gonna be we're gonna do some bad and horrible things we're gonna say some stuff that is like because and in that, in that case it's almost worse right because at least with the the people who are just like you know Oh, I can't believe this person did this. Don't they realise what a bad or whatever it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. They are just some dickhead on Twitter. This is like the governing party of the country. You know, it's it's it's, it's senior Tory insiders. So you know, people who presumably have the clout to affect what people do, and they're just basically like, well, you know, I guess we've got to do something, and the something that we've got to do is, you know, uh, like uh, effectively just like kick fuck out of minority mm, um, mm, because like that's a that's that's like because again you know i guess in those in those cases it is worse because they just do not see them as people um at least not in the same sense that like people they know are anything i was just looking at the post like that, in yeah. china uh, they do bring up the point that it's like this is like having a conversation with someone from a yeah. month ago um <laughs> they, they do bring up the point of like that it's like if you're not actually personally affected by these kind of harmful things going on yeah then it like it's very, very difficult to even conceive of them beyond that level of like, am I going to lose social clout for yeah. saying the wrong thing, oh, for right? Sure, because like that's what matters to you. Yeah. Like, if you're like, you know, I, I, since I was younger, and obviously this is a journey a lot of people go on, right? Is like, it's not even so much about developing empathy. It's about being able to extend empathy in situations where like you're not directly affected or something like yeah. that. You know, you're like, well, I don't really. I don't, you know, I can't feel this in here, but I can, you know, I can do, like, I can behave as though I do, or I can, like, try and extend this so that I do feel this. Yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. it is, it's like, you know, rather than just being like, I mean, I, I even, like, at the, the risk of sounding a bit self-righteous or whatever, you know, like, I get, I, I got like this about, like, sort of deaths or whatever. I remember, like, during COVID lockdown, the first time that Boris Johnson got sick, you know, mm. like... I remember being flippant and saying something that's like, you know, probably wouldn't be the biggest loss in the world to my mum. Mum was like, you really shouldn't say that sort of thing, you know? And mm. I was like, I think I have basically now been like, actually, which ironically is a social clout thing if you look at it from a certain angle, but it was more like morally speaking, my mum was like, you know, that's probably a, a, a bad attitude to have. And then I, I kind of decided that it was a, it's a, it's easy to be trivial about matters of life and death. Mm. Um, but you should not be um, accepted. Well, the problem is the matters of life and death yeah, are very... Case, uh, yeah. Like Henry Kisson just had an accident. There's someone oh, yo. to hell. Um, He's 100 now, right? <laughs> yes, he is. Because um, I remember my birthday party. I yeah. uh, I put a little poster <laughs> up because it was actually his birthday yeah. a, a couple of days yeah. before mine. Yeah. And I was 30, which was a big milestone, but he was 100, so really yeah. he he deserved a What's poster. What's fucked up there is that he was 70 when we were born. <laughs> That's I so know. messed up. I know. Um, or well, 70 when you were born, 69 when I was nice. When I was born. nice, um, yeah, nice war criminal. Um, no, I was I was saying this to the It's like I think maybe David Bentley Hart has uh, taught me around to universalism, but I definitely think Henry Kissinger is going to hell. Um, hmm. World's most evil man. Other than that, though, it's I, a lot of things. Yeah, that guy. I, like, I, you know, outside of that, though, I try very hard to be like I have a very small list of people where I'm just like, actually, I think that you're being that good for the world. <laughs> um, but in general, I try to be a bit more like I think it's very easy. And the other thing is obviously like the Internet really like 
uh, as, as with everything, I say the internet, what I mean is like social media, hmm. uh, is very bad incentive for this because obviously people are, you know, it, that accelerates the level of everything is all about like clout and shit mm. because it mean and, and it also moves people further away from stuff because like you know if you're like talk you know think about like i don't know fucking like let's to, to, to take an entirely non-emotive recent issue uh the situation <laughs> in israel and palestine like if you're just a dickhead on the internet like even even if you're someone who is like you you're know seven yeah. six and a half minutes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, 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 like, <laughs> just in purely in terms of like you know sort of what people how people like relate to that like if you have the you, most people in the uk do not have like any first order like sort of, mm-hmm. sort of like first i've been saying first and second order a lot today do not ask me why um have you know sort of like i, I one, think it's one, appropriate in this case yeah yeah but they don't have any any like one step you know one degree of separation yeah, like yeah. The closest i think i know i know a few people who have you know relatives over there but like you know i personally don't know anyone i suspect it, it's probably similar for a lot of people mm. so you're basically like it's a it's not something that you feel is like you 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 know with domestic politics obviously you can always it, it, it's, it's easier to be like sort of this yeah. is something that i'm going to benefit from this yeah, or like, I, or therefore i support or, it or, or, or i know or, people or like are, right? i know what this is like or like this is something i can analogize to myself but like you know most people don't live in proximity to armed conflict in the uk mm. you know like obviously bits of northern ireland have been in recent memory there's still stuff going on over there but like for the majority certainly on the, on the mainland like mm. outside a few sentences we don't have stuff like that happening over here so it's really very difficult to like understand or to, to like viscerally feel stuff like that which is why generally speaking i you know it, it's, it's sort of really like it's one of those things where like most di- yeah. most discourse becomes a second yeah. order yeah. signaling yeah. thing because because like you don't know and I, it's, it's one of those things i'm not not saying you, you have to have direct and personal knowledge but like i feel as though you relate to things differently when you are more, mm. when when there's there's there, there, there's something real and also i think the other thing is it's that the the nature of social media incentivizes having an opinion and talk it's not just about yeah, yeah. gathering and clout yeah. it's the the fact that, like, you have to talk about whatever, fuck me, the current thing or whatever it is the balance call it. But, like, you know, sort of, like, you, you having a opinion that's shaped about that stuff. I think, honestly, like, maybe slightly unconsciously, that's why we don't do the sort of, like... We don't we do a topical to, we, thing. We used to be more topical. Like, we used to be basically, like, you know, for the first few months... Yeah, but we used to like, be like, sort yeah. of internet topical, which sure, was kind yeah, of its own... Yeah. It was almost yeah. like its own thing. Yeah. And it was almost like a lot of that stuff was, like, fundamentally, yeah. it was actually just quite a, a small small yeah. number of thousand people exactly. that even yeah. was, knew or was, cared. It was a very limited area of... If, it were a limited area of immediate effect, and then, in some cases, like, very large of secondary effect but mm. like it wasn't it was a different thing and like you know occasionally we'll talk about stuff directly that's like that you know in in the news or whatever but i mean fuck i'm just thinking about earlier this year where we did a whole episode called or was it this year or last year fuck me time's a weird thing we did the epi- an episode called return of the king around the time of charles's uh <laughs> charles's where we actually just talked about the lord of the rings return of the king it's very that good was really funny yeah. that was a good joke that we, we call a jumping that. off point yeah, that's what they that call was it good stuff um but like you know i i i try and again this is it partly the, the, the thing that we talked about earlier right where it's like you, you know too much context for stuff or whatever hmm. like 
I, I feel as though I've got to the point where I can be like, I don't maybe necessarily have enough context for something. So there's some things where it's yeah. like my fucking because the desire to have a take is yeah. a very strong one, yeah. right? Like, Especially when you're when you're in a conversation, yeah. you're trying to make some kind of point that hasn't been made even if you don't have that point you're going to try to contrive a point out of nothing right no absolutely and and that is the issue if you've got some kind of thing where basically you're making yourself into a fucking ai chatbot yeah you're like i just have to hallucinate some kind of take that the main criteria is that it be interesting and also emotive and get attention right and that 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 is i guess the issue with a you know because when you read something about a current event that's emotive and very dramatic mm. you want to engage with it yeah. you, there isn't i think there's a, there's an inherent need to try to make sense of it through projecting it onto yourself and then projecting it back out again right and so if you are thinking about something which millions upon millions of words have already been written about and everything and every possible take has already been done you you still want to have some kind of reflection of what's going on that reflects emotionally how you feel and also reflects some kind of uh idea that on an intellectual level you have at least some degree of situational awareness if not a kind of superior level to everyone else and And that just yeah listening to like podcasts where people like you know make jokes about news or whatever yeah 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 have i got news for you yeah but yeah it's people who are funnier than you (laughs) talking about the news in a way that 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 makes them seem very informed you know it's sort of like it's the a specialist subject is the sort of things that are going on. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it's, it's literally that, right? It's, it's it's the the ability to be like, you know, oh, I guess that's sort of like, you know, oh, I have here's my like, you know, sort of two sentence bit on. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, and I've been, I know, I try my hardest to move away from being being like that, but it is, you know, it's sort of, it's a glib habit of mine that's difficult to get out of, like the sort of, you know, the 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 the, the thing that I was talking about before, right? Like I. I, what I want in my in my 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 best my most earnest moments. What I want is to try and be like allow myself to not you know not not force myself to be opinionated. Not force myself to say something um, when I don't need to. Not to like feel the feel that need to just be like. Uh, you know, a voice on a topic. If there's no, if there's no. So, so here's there, the so problem. Here's yeah. the problem. I mean, it doesn't really happen on the internet. But let's say there's some news topic that's going on, mm-hmm. and you're talking to someone about it, and they know less than you do about it. Yeah. That's that's the dangerous thing because then you're like, well, I guess maybe I should just tell you about what I know about this yeah. thing. But then then it's very difficult to know. It's not like you're going to be like mansplaining or whatever. But it's like newsplaining to someone, right? Yeah. But it's more that it's kind of a like, well, you're going to end up now getting into a frame of mind where you're enthusiastic about the thing that you're saying in a way that isn't actually helpful in mm-hmm. in explaining it. In that it's like if something has really shocked you and upset you, then you want to talk about it because it's almost you're processing that shock and degree of upset. Or if something is like really exciting and positive, you want to talk about the fact there might be a room temperature superconductor, even though it doesn't seem very likely. Like there's all of those emotional drivers where you kind of want to, and that's just a natural human thing. But the problem is, is that once you scale this, when you scale this to like an entire planet of people all explaining stuff in the same place, it doesn't really, I feel like it doesn't scale, right? That's the problem. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, good night, folks.